Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It's the 25th day of May. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The world of music lost a legend on Wednesday. The queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, has died at the age of 83. She was known for her commanding voice and stage presence, but also for a life story filled with resilience and success. Tina grew up in a rural town in Tennessee. She left home to perform with band leader Ike Turner, who she later married. Ike Turner was an abusive husband, so Tina left the marriage with next to nothing. She was able to rebuild her career, and with the 1984 album Private Dancer. She was on her way to becoming a superstar. Tina died at her home in Switzerland after a long illness. She was 83. You know, was, I remember clearly, Preston, there was that point in her career where she had, she had sort of faded off the map, and then people who were in rock and producing in positions of power yeah. were fans and brought her basically said, oh, we gotta we got to start incorporating you, and then she took off. Yeah, we'll dive into it a little bit more in the entertainment report and play some clips and stuff, but yeah, it's sad news. Wildwood is making some big changes when it comes to alcohol on the beach this summer. During a board of commissioners meeting Wednesday night, two ordinances involving alcohol were passed, and they go into effect in 20 days. One prohibits the consumption, display, or possession of alcohol on the beach and boardwalk. This includes all containers open or closed. Designated bars and restaurants are exempt. We made it so that you should not have alcohol alcohol on the beach at all. Opened, closed, in a bag, it doesn't matter, said Mayor Pete Byron. Can you hold it in your mouth? You cannot hold yeah. it in your mouth. Yeah, you just, yeah. Yeah. Right before you leave the boardwalk, you take a big <laughs> mouthful yeah. of whiskey and you just hold it and you take it in little bit by bit. Little, yeah. little. Yeah, It'll be going. warm, obviously. Uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know what they're going to do to police this, but um, what are they going to do about the, the marijuana consumption that I see uh, on the beach, well, on the boardwalk, on the streets, and somebody, stuff like that? Somebody pointed something out to me, though, Casey. Is uh, So we're in Wildwood Crest. Wildwood yeah. Crest is, is a complete ban of alcohol on the beach. Oh, it is? Like, you can't even, Isn't, from what I, I got an email from me saying, it. it may not be true. You can't even say the word alcohol. <laughs> no, that you're not allowed to have it closed or open. Now, I haven't really Wait, looked. is it in a dry town? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to have it at all. But the police will let you, as long as you're being, yes. uh, if, if you're being a decent person, don't ruin you it don't have to, anything to worry about. Be a human. You don't have anything to worry about if you're not being if you if you're blatantly walking around and you're doing you know keg stands or you're yeah. shotgunning beers and stuff yeah. like that or you're getting rowdy. Clearly, they're going to do something yes. about it. You well, pointed out that basically, and we talked to a lot somebody who was who was a police officer down there yeah. said. These are guide rails they can use for that guy who's doing a keg stand and freaking yeah. out. Well, right. I wouldn't necessarily say that because that's how it is now, and and that's what the mayor is saying is that it, it's not like really? you know, it, yeah, and <clears throat> and they they're they're targeting places like this, like Sea Isle, that have these rowdy younger crowds. That's the problem, um, but they're not allowing anybody. So I actually had uh, a friend who is in her forties, and we were at the beach for sunset, and she had a cup, and there was alcohol in it, and yeah, they gave cup. her they gave her a citation. Really? Really? Like, like a mean, full, full citation. There was like ten people sitting on the beach. We had chairs around. They gave, like we were laughing. A people, cup? Were, people were taking pictures, Couple. and and yeah, because it cup. was so funny, it was this younger, you know, younger police officer came over and gave her a citation. Well, well, well maybe things. will. you know what? You guys are down there. You'll have to give us rolling reports on how everything is progressing. Yeah, this was her right before she got yeah. caught by the police. Wee! <laughs> That's what I get to do. So she was causing a scene, and you yeah. know, ruckus. <laughs> yeah.
the second ordinance designates under, underage drinking, alcohol possession, and other offenses as breach of peace violations. Wildwood she got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Wildwood, along with Ocean City and CIL, have changed local ordinances in part to deal with the unruly younger crowd. Some people are mixed about the new alcohol ordinance. They're arguing that if you're in your 30s and 40s and you feel like having a beer on the beach, that's not bothering anyone. But others say that the younger crowd uh, has basically ruined that and it can get pre- pretty crazy on the beach. Uh, the mayor says he wants everyone headed to the beach this summer to be safe. Violation, uh, violators of the ordinance banning alcohol on the boardwalk or beach could face fines up to $2,000. Wow. And potentially 90 days in jail. Mm. Airlines are expected to be busy this summer uh, and Memorial Day weekend with uh, airports uh, airports packed full of travelers. Uh, AAA is anticipating this is the fourth busiest Memorial Day weekend in Philadelphia since 2000, with uh, around half a million Philadelphia area residents predicting to travel over the long weekend. Those numbers are 6% higher than last year and just shy of 2019 before the COVID-19 pandemic. AAA predicts close to 90% of our area's travelers will go by car nearly 9% will fly, and then the rest will hit the rails, take a bus, or a cruise. I bet you whatever they're estimating, Kathy, it'll exceed it. I just, exceed I, it? I just yeah. have this feeling, a sense that it's sort of a coiled spring and people are just into this summer. Well, they're saying today is expected to be the busiest travel day at the airport. A Frontier Airlines executive said that airports and airlines are more prepared for demand this year as staffing levels are better overall. The TSA announced this week that teenagers can now accompany their parents or guardians who are enrolled in pre-check. As for drivers, they are finding some relief at the pumps this year. The Philadelphia five-county gas average is $3.63. That's $1.26 less uh, on the same day last year. And it's nearly $1.50 less than the all-time high Philadelphia five-county gas price. Price average of five dollars and eleven cents set on June twelfth, two thousand twenty-two. Though that figure did not account for inflation. Prices in South Jersey are three thirty-eight a gallon, and prices in Delaware are three forty-five a gallon. In sports this morning, you're Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-5 in extra innings yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. Trey Turner tied the game with a two-run home run in the ninth inning, and Alec Baum hit a winning single in the tenth to rally the Phils as they came back from five runs down to get the win. The Phils open up a four-game series against the Braves in Atlanta tonight. Aaron Nola will get the start at 7:20. The Miami Heat lead the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals three games to one. Game five is tonight in Boston. Tip-off is set for 8:30, and the Florida Panthers are headed to their first Stanley Cup Finals in 27 years. Wow. Matthew Kachuk's third game-winning goal of the postseason came with just four points. Nine seconds left with the 4-3 win. The Panthers completed a four-game sweep of the Carolina Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Panthers will now make their second Cup Final appearance and first since 1996. They will play the winner of the Vegas Golden Knights Dallas Stars Series, and the Golden Knights can finish off a sweep of the Stars tonight. Game four is in Dallas, and the puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And we say hello to you again. A lovely morning sharing together a Thursday morning last in our studio of the week before we head out live tomorrow morning in Keenan's or in North Wildwood at Keenan's. Well, we'll be in Keenan's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's huge, man. That place is just 
gigantic if you've never been there before. It's funny because when we first started doing the show, we were basically outside under an awning, and it was a lot more concise, and now it's just taken over everything. It's huge. Yeah, and uh, as the years went on, we're like, oh, you added another part to this, and now <laughs> yeah. another part, and now, oh my God, the entire block is yours. Basically, uh, Keenan's was like one of the staircases at Hogwarts. It was constantly, you know, shifting, shifting changing. Moving. Yeah. I think we spearheaded that outdoor area being covered because we were so loud, and they I got in trouble it. the first year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were too loud too early. Yes. And I remember we were doing things like uh, seven seconds in Kevin. <laughs> if you remember that contest where yeah, we had favorite. Kevin sit on a woman's face. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was it. And uh, that was outside, wasn't it? was it? outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was essentially, it wasn't him sitting on her face. I think it was a lap dance by by our buddy Kevin. <laughs> but, no, I think there was, there was one where he put his butt cheeks around yeah. a woman's face. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. So lucky. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyhow, hope maybe Kevin will make it out. You never know. I, yeah. we, we, every now and then we hear from him. Love um, that guy. We'll have some, uh, in fact, I, I actually got a um, an email this morning that uh, the Hebrew hammer will oh, be there. Hey, love right. the Hebrew hammer. Hey, Remember from our uh, belly flop championship yeah. a few years ago, I got an email from him this morning or someone, I'm not sure if it was him or not, who says that the Hebrew hammer will be at uh, the, uh, uh, I, I keep wanting to say cardboard classic, but maybe he'll be there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Will will be at the Eggs with Pegs, the Keenan's Live Broadcast, and maybe he'll wear his uh, Borat swimsuit. We'll I was going to ask, yeah. yeah. Love that. Uh, we are stacked with stuff to do today. We are happy that you are on board. We're going to have uh, Andy Haynes, who's going to be at Punchline uh, tonight. Uh, no, uh, oh, weekend, yeah. yeah. Tonight and through the weekend, so we're going to check in with him. Is he stopping in today? He is. Excellent. I'm happy about that. And we have whatever we have to give away, we're going to give away this morning. And uh, we have a coolest teacher to announce and also to draw a new school. So we, yesterday, uh, out of the hat, drew Villa Maria Academy. And we now have the tallies in, and we can announce that the coolest teacher of the year, according to the student body at Villa Maria Academy, is, and I'll do my best with the name, Amy Keglovitz. Yeah! Amy Keglovitz. Or Keglovitz. Keglovitz. I'm not sure. Uh, She is a science teacher and has been at Villa Maria Academy for 10 years, man. 10 years. 10 years, yes. 10 years, and uh, maybe we'll find out a little bit more about her. She went to uh, Notre Dame and uh, actually has a master's degree. We'll find out about wow. that, too, hopefully. So congratulations to Ms. Koglovitz or Keglovitz. And if you happen to know her, please let her know that she was indeed the winner. And think of us a call this morning. We'd love to hear about her time at Villa Maria Academy. And we give her the coveted... Preston and Steve, coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug. Excellent. And a $50 gift card from Five Below, who are awesomely sponsoring this event this year. All right, I get to draw. Yes, you yeah. It's circled back around circled to me. Circled back. All right, I have the Jar of Destiny, <gasps> as you have called it before. Hello. Steve. And we're going in, and I am sifting through. Man, these things are slippery. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, I got one. All right. And we are headed to... Media, Pennsylvania, what? for Penn Crest High Whoa! School. All right, Penn Crest, we now put it to you. You get to text the word teacher to 39333 for the voting link. Now, question, and I should have asked this before we went on the air. Do they get the whole weekend? Are we doing one from Keenan's no, no, tomorrow? We'll do, I'll draw one after we'll the show We'll draw one today, tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, so we will announce the coolest teacher tomorrow morning at yeah. Keenan's. We didn't do it last yes, year? Yes, we did. Okay, Marissa's saying. Whatever. Whatever. Right. 
Okay. Casey has made the call. I'm All the right. executive producer. All right. Uh, we will announce tomorrow morning live at Keenan's who the coolest teacher wins. Now, we're not going to talk to him. We'll maybe talk no. to him on Monday morning because it's going to be too crazy as we are. Nope. <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday. Nope. Wednesday. Okay, we have Tuesday off, too? Yes. Okay, Wednesday. A lot going on. Just tune in next week. Yeah, yeah. But Pencrest High School, text word teacher to 39333, and you just might win yourself that coveted President Steve coffee mug yeah. and the $50 uh, Five Below gift card that we have to give away. All right, with all of that, and it went silky smooth. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. Uh, we should take a break and come back in a second. We will get into our entertainment report and stupid question. I do have a Tina Turner-related stupid question for you. Uh, so we'll come back in a moment and get to that and the other stories. Stay put. We'll be right back. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Get moving in the most fun-to-drive Honda vehicles yet. Like the Civic, the vehicle car and driver called more fun to drive than the competition. And the HRV, with more style and more exhilarating performance. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Civic or 2023 HRV. Get a springtime deal on the Honda for you. See your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI and Type R car and driver October 2021. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to ask a super question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee Saturday, June 17th, the Met in Philadelphia. And uh, since we lost uh, Tina Turner in honor of this, uh, listener Chris Brugger sent me this question to ask. How many total Grammys uh, did Tina Turner win in her life? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. How many in total Grammys did Tina Turner win in her lifetime? 215-263-WMMR. I'll mention some birthdays, today being the 25th day of May. And we'll start with a biggie. Sir Ian McKellen celebrates his, right, his birthday I today. I can't wait to see you down at Keenan's. Ah, uh, you'll be there. I'm going to get totally ripped. And yes. I'm going to take a dump. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm letting my hair down, which, as you know, is very long. Yes, Gandalf the Grey. Yes. Has very long Do you think I should dye it? No, I think you stay the same. Wonderful. It it works on you. Uh, So, uh, not only that, but, uh, you know, not only uh, Gandalf. Many movies that you can't think of right now. That's right. Magneto and the X-Men films, you were fantastic in that. He's fantastic. That whole Patrick Stewart. Relationship, yeah. uh, they you know two formidable actors going off those roles. It was great. Yep, and they're buddies. They are, I and they that. get high together, they which do. kills me. They're weed smokers, man. Uh, Ian I love is, the gosh. Is eighty four today? I drink the bottle water sometimes, <laughs> and so you should. Why not? You're eighty four. Do what you want. Uh, Mike Myers has a milestone birthday today. He's Sixty years old today. 
And uh, he seems in a better place. He went through kind of a. Um, Mental episode breakdown. Oh, I think I did a documentary that. about a guy who helped him come out of that. Uh, but uh, I guess he exploded completely and was this pop culture phenomenon, and it took its toll on him. So he turns uh, sixty today, and obviously years on Saturday Night Live. And he brought us uh, the Wayne's World movies, the Austin Powers movies, the Shrek movies. That's great. Uh, yes. Alone. Yeah, so happy 60th to him. Uh, actor Cillian Murphy, Love him. Uh, who played Scarecrow in Batman Begins, he's now in Oppenheimer. He's the lead role. Oh, my God, that movie looks so damn good. Yeah, this is a fascinating story. Of the atomic bomb. Yeah, and I love the way Christopher Nolan makes movies. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, you know, one of my new favorites. But I just started watching Peaky Blinders, and he's in that. I like that show. I disconnected after a while. It was really good, though. And his he's always an engaging performer. He did that movie... Um, Red Eye, yeah. where he played that in, intense lunatic. Yes, uh, yeah, it's funny. Plane. Yeah, Steve, I had uh, I tried to watch Peaky Blinders, and I couldn't understand what they were saying. And then I, I've been watching a lot of shows with the uh, Dude, subtitles I, on. I do it a lot. Now I enjoyed it way more. Heavy dialects, you got to pop it on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, I watch with uh, uh, yeah. I watch with the uh, closed captioning for sure. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy, our friend, is celebrating his fifty. 53rd birthday today. Love that guy. Yep. Jamie Kennedy experiment, uh, the screen movies. <laughs> Weren't you at the uh, Shyamalan? Yeah. Yep. It was at the uh, Hall- uh, Shyamalan, and, yeah. and he wore a Michael Myers mask all he night long? He was drinking through a straw. <laughs> and eating pretzels. Occasionally lifting up the mask to tuck pe- pretzels into his mouth. No, he wouldn't even lift it up. There was a slit in the yeah. mouth, and he would shove it through. Well, he, did, well, he, wanted, he said he wanted to go from the beginning of the party to the end of the party, yeah. and no one had any idea who he was, and then say afterwards, like, oh, yeah, Jamie Kennedy was there. Well, at one point, Kathy, he wanted to put three pretzels in his mouth, so he lifted up the mask. <laughs> yeah. Because you can only fit one through the, the mouth hole at a time. I love the notion of Michael Myers at a party in the corner with a drink like, hey! <laughs> but I mean, well, he wasn't like, hey, but that's what it was. I mean, he yeah. never took the mask off. He really didn't. He spoke to Nick and I. Like, we hung out with him. Yeah. Um, and he spoke to us, but it was hard because he wouldn't lift the mask up. So half the time you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Jamie is just a, he's just a funny, cool guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I love that guy. And uh, he turns 53 today. The great Frank Oz also has a birthday. Wow. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not only obviously the voice of Yoda, that's huge, but I mean in the, in the Muppet realm, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animal, Bert from Sesame Street, Cookie Monster, and Grover. Yeah, he so also the greatest you know characters of all time. He's the guy who works Dan Rather. Uh, he, a lot I'm of people don't know that he works Dan Rather. He's his puppeteer. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Wow, wow. he's 79 uh, today. Just the movies he's directed. He directed that Derek yeah. Delgadios in and of itself, which I loved. We yeah. talked about that a few years ago. Uh, what about Bob Casey? He directed that. I love Dirty that Rotten movie. Scoundrels, Little Shop of Horrors. Dude, he directed Bowfinger. Yep. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he's a, he's a great director. And Jamie Kennedy was in Bowfinger. That's right. Oh my God! Yeah, it's all yeah. working out. A bunch of great Do stuff. Do you think that when their birthday came up, when they were working on that movie, they had a party together? Probably. Yeah. I love that movie, <laughs> Bowfinger. I need to go watch that again. Last birthday I see on the list is the amazingly talented Octavia Spencer. Love I, her. Yes, I, I she's wonderful. A, love her. I have a crush on her. Really? You do? Yes, I do. I think she's. I am physically attracted to Octavia Spencer. She's always engaging yeah. on screen. Yeah. Uh, even when she's playing a lunatic. Uh, yeah. The, Ma. Ma. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Ma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was also in The Help, obviously. She's great in that. The Terrible Awful uh, mini. Hidden uh, Figures. Hidden Figures. Gifted, a, a wonderful movie. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks. She does comedy oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> oh, give me a yeah, Case. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so she is 53 I didn't get a yeah out of that. All right, give me a yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can answer a stupid question. We need to know how many Grammys 
uh, that uh, Tina Turner won in her career. So we are going to go to Jim, see if we can get the answer. Yo, Jim, good morning. Good morning. All right, Jim, <laughs> do me a favor and tell me how many Grammys uh, Tina Turner won in her lifetime. Twelve. Twelve is correct. <laughs> yeah, hang on, Jim. It's damn good. Yeah, she won eight Grammys from 25 nominations, also received three Grammy Hall of Fame awards and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award, giving her a total of 12 Grammy no- uh, Grammy wins. What a, a force. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, so hang on the line, bud. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee of the Bad Friends podcast, Saturday, June 12th, the 17th. Uh, June tw- Saturday, June twelfth, the seventeenth. Yeah, Saturday, June twelfth, the seventeenth. Seventeen twenty-three. Saturday, June the seventeenth at the at Met the Philadelphia 23rd. at the twenty-fourth. It's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. Good morning to see you. <laughs> okay. Um, before we get into the entertainment report, our coolest teacher is on the phone. So we are going to. Talk to her and congratulate her. This is Amy Keglovitz. Yeah. Hi, Amy. Hi. All right, is it Keglovitz or Keglovitz? Nope, you said it right the first time. It's Keglovitz. Hey. Well done, well done. All right, and uh, Amy, by the way, Villa Maria Academy, we announced uh, that school yesterday to vote for coolest teacher, and the student body overwhelmingly came back and said that you are the coolest teacher, so congratulations <laughs> to you. Thank you so much, and thank you for doing this for teachers every year. Uh, uh, it really we, is a wonderful tribute. It is. It is our pleasure to do that. So we we have just a little bit of information about you. You are a science teacher, specifically biology, biology, genetics, and anatomy. Yes. Oh, very cool. Tough subject. Those are, it's it's hard to become the most popular uh, teacher when you're. That's intense stuff. So you must be a formidable force. Know about that? I think I think Villa in general has just a, a cache of great teachers. Cool. All right. So you went to you went to Notre Dame. You got your bachelor's there, and then you went to uh, another school for your master's degree, right? I did. I went to University of California at Irvine. Hmm. All right. And do you have roots in this area? Did you grow up around here? Um, I went to high school in Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. Okay. We go. All right. And now it's been a decade that you've been at uh, Villa Maria. Tell us uh, a little bit about that, about your time there. Yeah, it's been wonderful. It's it's a school with great kids and um, great professionals. Um, I really, I just love working there. I love working with the kids, and I'm a nerd about science, so I get to do that every day. It's it's really a dream job. Nice. How's this year been for you in particular? Uh, it's been great. Every year we get a new crop of just wonderful kids. It, it really is a wonderful place to work, and I'm so touched. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, just see, I would like, I would like you to come teach us. Yeah, yeah and, and by the way, Amy, you might be one of the. Uh, do, do you do any uh, clubs or coaching outside of your uh, science, science class? Um, yes, um, I'm the mentor of the Women in Medicine Club mm-hmm. and the Environmental Club and the Biology Club. Wow, okay. <laughs> Lots yes. of clubs. Yeah, no, this is a lot. That's wonderful. Uh, excellent. So, listen, they, they they think the world of you, so they voted for you. Um, and we're going to give you this prize. But real quick, what are you doing this summer? Anything special? Um, I'm actually going on the Europe trip with some students from Villa. Wow. And, um, and then hopefully do it, having a lot of time at the beach. Damn, my teachers never went with me to Europe. Oh, they yeah. didn't want... They, they, they were... 
pissed off enough just to see me in the regular school day. They didn't want to spend their summer with me. Yeah, come on. She must be awesome. Yeah. All right, well, listen, uh, in honor of this award, we are going to give you the coveted President Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug. And you also get a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below. So congratulations to you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Wow. Let's hear it Love for her. Amy Keglovitz. Very sweet. Coolest teacher at Villa Maria Academy. Have a great weekend, uh, Amy, and thank you uh, for doing what you do. That's why we do this. So the next school that's up for grabs is Pencrest High School in Media, Pennsylvania. All you have to do is text word teacher to 39333, and we'll send you the voting link. And tomorrow morning, in all the craziness, we will announce a winner of the Coolest Teacher of the Year when we get started tomorrow morning. All right. Um, I do have some entertainment things to go by, and we are going to begin with Tina Turner. Uh, passed away at the age of 83. She had uh, she was sick for a while. Yes. Uh, she had a long illness, they said, specifically in her home. She, she died uh, with her husband, Erwin, uh, uh, in uh, Switzerland. And uh, in recent years, she had battled cancer, strokes, uh, kidney failure as well. So she had had a rough go in the past few years. She was born anime Bullock, which we obviously learned in the movie What's Love Got to Do With It? Which, if you've never seen, is a sensational movie with towering performances and um, you know, Tina Turner was definitely involved in that film, so you're getting the real deal. Some of those scenes are hard to watch. Lawrence Fishburne, who's, you know, has to be this horrible person yeah. um, really delivers the goods. Yep, agreed. Uh, she was born in Nutbush, Tennessee, was originally known for her high-octane performances with husband Ike Turner on hits like this, the cover of uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Proud Mary, uh, which is a huge hit for her, but also uh, River Deep, Mountain High, Phil Spector produced that, uh, Nutbush City Limits, it's going to work out fine, but her comeback in 1984 was massive. Uh, she had the album Private Dancer. Uh, it peaked at number three and uh, has sold a whopping 12 million albums globally. So a lot of those songs made it over into rock. Uh, you yes. know, I, I remember there were a number of crossover hits. So the album featured her three-week chart topper, this song. Great song. It's a fantastic song. I saw a, a breakdown of this song, and, and it was a, a short documentary on her career. And when this, she didn't write this song. It was presented to her. Uh, it sounded totally different, and she thought it was a piece of crap and yeah. did not want to do it. And her producer said, no, I think there's something here. And they retooled it and changed it. The chord structures were the same and everything, but they, they changed the feel of it, and it became this massive hit. Uh, by the way, I thought Tina Turner was a sexy woman. Well, the legs were legendary. Oh. Did she have her legs insured for like ten million dollars or I something she, like that? She did, but there was there was a confidence, there was yeah. like a, a swagger, a badassery about yeah. her that I just found really hot. Well, you um, know what? Um, because of what she had been through, um, it's like what, what what can you do to me now? You know, it's yeah, it's almost like it. yeah. you're invincible at that point. You know? I remember that. Like, I, I was young, but I remember that. And I don't know if it was when the information just came out or she just had talked about it. But, I mean, it was like a huge deal when she came back then and, and you know, was out and singing and, you know, not allowing, not allowing that to affect her life. Uh, in the movie, they portray it when she, when they, when they get their divorce and she says, I don't want anything. Yeah. I want nothing, nothing. from you. Yeah. The only thing Good. I want is my professional name. Tina Turner, and that is it. And uh, Ike didn't want her to have even that. No. But she's like, no, I work too hard for that. I want the name. You can have everything else. Casey, do we have any of uh, Simply the Best? No. Okay. All right, that's one of them. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, I'm sorry. It's just called The Best, right? The Best, yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, this is a great song, too. Uh, by the way, that album, Private Dancer, got her a Grammy for Record of the Year, Song of the Year. This has been and, used countless times in commercials. And best female pop vocal as well. Uh, what's Love Got to Do With It? Um, of course, Angela Bassett starred as her and won the Best Actress Oscar for her portrayal. Lawrence Fishburne snagged prize for Best Actor as yeah. Ike Turner. So it was just huge. And then between 1984 and 1993, she had an additional 13 top 40 singles. Uh, the standouts were Let's Stay Together, Better Be Good to Me. That's oh, a great song. Th- and that's the, the guy from... Um God, uh, it was an alternative band, I'm trying to say, at that point in time. One of your favorite, who did Red Skies at Night? Uh, oh, there was oh yeah, the fix, the so fix. So Cy, the lead, Cy, Cy yes, Kernan. That he's the guy who's uh, in that video yes. with her and sings the song with her. You are correct. We have a little bit of that if you want. Oh yeah, would yeah. love to hear that. Uh, so pull that up if you could, Case. Better be good to me. Yeah, that's it. Right, right, here here go. Go. Oh yes, I'm touched by this show of She also, I, a song that I love is Herm Brian Adams, It's yeah. Only Love. Yeah. That's a great song, man. And Wait, that, how's that one go? Because um, uh, it's only love. It? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, like, when you're ready, dun, 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 and you're ready to give in, just remember that it's only love. And that's all. God. You don't know that song? Uh, no, I, I, I do. I just. Uh, Starts off with. Um, so Brian Adams was talking about the fact that um, at, the, at that point, um, he was, you know, he, he the career was kicking in for him, but she took him over to Europe where she was super huge mm-hmm. and uh, um, says it was one of the most generous, kindest, wonderful experiences of his life. Wow. Uh, that was at, uh, that ranked at number 15. A huge hit with We Don't Need Another Hero. Yeah, from uh, Matt, Beyond, Matt Max Beyond, Beyond Thunderbone. Thunderbone. Uh, that, that, that was at number two. That came in second, uh, that ranked number two on the charts. Um, uh, the best made it to 15 typical male. I don't remember that off the top of my head. I'm sure if I heard, I know today's man, but that was a number two uh, hit as well. And, uh, I don't want to fight a bunch of great songs. I want to fight you. I want to fight you. Uh, so, uh, she better be good to me. That was, I want to fight you. That was a top 10 hit. I don't need another hero. No, but, um, what a force, what a great performer. Just a strong Ballsy, soulful, badass vocalist. And by the way, where she passed is this gorgeous. She was at a gorgeous home with you know water views and all that uh, stuff. So uh, I, I hope it was you know peaceful and nice and good. Yeah, I remember when uh, when she did move to Switzerland because it was in this uh, yeah. little documentary that I saw about her. Uh, she had she was it made a lot of money. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she had a from nothing gorgeous estate. Again, she yeah. gave it all away yeah. to get the divorce. But what a career! What a wonderful career. She was uh, 83 years old, so the passing of Tina Turner. All right, I have a few other entertainment stories to pass along to you. Uh, Rita Wilson shot down Lovely. rumors that her husband, Tom Hanks, yelled at a worker on the red carpet for the Asteroid City premiere on Tuesday. A photo from the event was shared by the Daily Mail, and it shows Hanks looking irritated and pointing while talking to a staffer. Yeah, if you were to take that picture out of context, and obviously they're trying to give context to it, it does look like he's pissed off. Yeah, so Wilson shared a screenshot of the image to her Instagram stories and wrote, uh, this is called, I can't hear you. It says, people are screaming, what did you say? 
Where are we supposed to go? But that doesn't sell stories. Nice try. We had a great time. Go see Asteroid City. Uh, Vincent uh, Sheplin, uh, who is the con red carpet manager, uh, shown in the photo with Hanks, backed up the explanation from Rita uh, and said nothing happened at all. The photo photo is totally misleading. He just couldn't hear what That's odd because they never do things like clickbait. Yeah, and the Daily Mail, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, new details have been released about the death of Stephen Twitch Boss. An autopsy report obtained by E! News on Wednesday confirms that the Ellen Show DJ had no drugs or alcohol in his system at the time of his death. Mm. Uh, Los Angeles County Coroner's Office ruled that the 40-year-old did die by suicide in December, but mm. there were there was nothing that came back that showed he was impaired in any way. Uh, let's see. Jesse Tyler Ferguson joked about the pressure of officiating Sarah Hyland's <laughs> wedding on Wednesday's episode of the Jennifer Hudson Show. The Modern Family star was asked to fill in for Ty Burrell when a conflict came up for his former co-star at the last minute. And he said it came down like 10 days before the wedding, and I did not have any notice. And you can't say no I mean, she already knew that I was going to be at the wedding, so it was like, it'd, it'd be like, oh, I'm busy that yeah, weekend. Yeah. No, I couldn't get out of it. Uh, but Highland married Wells Adams in August of 2022. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, I love yeah. the Modern Family, one of my yes. favorite shows. Uh, he makes an appearance in Cocaine Bear, Preston. Oh, <laughs> Jesse no Tyler Ferguson? Yeah, does? yeah. Does he really? Yeah, he's uh, friends with Elizabeth. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Banks. Banks, yeah, to the director. You okay. saw it? Yeah, I did. Any good? It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Oh. And there are moments. All right. <laughs> so this is weird. Steve forwarded this uh, story to me the other day. The executive producers of the new Duggar family documentary have revealed that they were stunned by the levels of abuse that survivors suffered at the hands of a, quote, cult-like religious teachings. Uh, so the show, titled Shiny Happy People, Duggar <laughs> Family Secrets, is said to expose the truth beneath the wholesome Americana surface of the reality TV favorite mega family. It will also delve deeper into the Duggars' controversial church, uh, a radical organization uh, called the Institute in Basic Life Principles, the IBLP, uh, founded by shunned minister Bill Gothard in the 1960s. Executive producer Olivia Christ and also uh, the other producer Julia Willoughby Nason have now spoken out about uh, the sh- their shock at how far and wide the IBLP ideology went and described it as a pandemic of abuse. Uh, Nason said the far-reaching quality of this ideology was extremely shocking to me, especially how it's so ingrained in our modern-day culture, present day, with the political stakes of our human rights at play here. They uh, they had a, their sub-religion called, uh, what is the one from Bowfinger? Mind, uh, Mind, Mind Head. Yeah, that's Mind it. Mind Head. Uh, Christ, too, agreed that the IBLP culture is incredibly pervasive and said there's certainly a lot more that could have been covered. Several members of the Duggar family appear in the docuseries, including Jill and husband Derek Dillard, as well as Amy and spouse Dylan King. Uh, in a first look at the new show, Jill said there's a story that's going to be told, and I would rather be the one telling it. So this, as this stuff is being parsed out, I'm like, I... I had no idea it went this far into this other organization, which I'd heard of and heard um, sort of chilling things about. So I can't wait to see the series. Uh, Jill's younger sister, Jessa, who was one of the few remaining older siblings known to have maintained a good relationship with her parents, is also seen in the trailer looking downcast. 
Uh, the uh, in, in an unidentified man says in the camera teaser, world domination was the goal of the IBLP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody else added that IBLP teachings aren't Christianity; they're something completely different. Uh, the biggest uh, feature of Bill Gothard's teachings is authority. Kids obey the parents, and wives obey their husbands, and everybody obeys Bill Gothard. That sounds like a lot of these yeah. extreme religion, uh, you know, cults of sorts. Um, so yeah, there's a, and they and they dive into. Uh, the whole thing about Josh Duggar Which and is the horrible. child pornography yeah. charges and, and all of that stuff. So this is going to premiere on June 2nd on Prime, which should be pretty compelling viewing. Yep. Um, Rachel Ray, the final season uh, or the final episode of her show aired yesterday after 17 seasons. Wow. Uh, the show distributed and produced by CBS Media Ventures debuted in 2006. Uh, she said, we'll see ya when we see ya, everybody, as they close out the show. Uh, final days of episodes featured goodbyes from former guests, including former First Lady Michelle Obama, Kate Hudson, Jessica Alba, and Fiddy Scent. Uh, she also received tributes from celebrity chefs Buddy Val- uh, Velastro, uh, Jeff Morrow, Sonny Anderson, Emeril Lagasse, Curtis Stone, and Oprah filmed a goodbye message, too. Oprah said, I have to tell you, I couldn't be more proud of you for showing up as yourself so authentically every day and bringing us laughter and joy for all these years. Was yeah. she an Oprah find? Uh, yes, she was. She was. Well, I mean, she was on She was on the uh, the Food Network. She had a show called 30 Minute Meals that I used to love. Yeah. And then Oprah loved that and started having her on as a guest from she time to time. She oprah her. Yeah, she oprah her. Got she, it. Yeah. She got the Oprah seal of approval, yep. and then it took off from there. Um, so she's not retiring. She launched Free Food Studios Production Company. She does a really, she has a really good pet food line. She, she does. We actually, yeah. yeah, we buy that stuff. Good stuff. Um, so she's going to continue on to do great things, but her show, uh, God! wrapped up. And she looks like she's, uh, she's lost a little bit of weight, or are we Remember watching she, old clips of her, Nick? I don't know. She did know. a Maxim spread. Remember that years yes, ago? early on. Yeah, that's she right. She fluctuates a lot. She's one of those people that goes up and down. And okay. word is, her and her husband are swingers. Yeah, oh, I remember that. No I remember that. All yeah. right. That's the word. A while back. I haven't heard anything about that in a long time, but... Oh, yeah, it's true, Preston. So, oh, we've, thank you, Reed. <laughs> yeah, we've, we, we've, we did the... We did a little fun with W. Dolph Sake. That's your world. Yeah. So, I'm going to add this in here. Uh, former Philly, Shane Victorino, on Monday night... Suited up for the Savannah, let's see, Savannah Bananas. Yeah. Ah. So the Savannah Bananas, if you're not familiar, I follow them on Instagram. Yep. They are a blast. They are an exhibition baseball team. So think Harlem Globetrotters. And they have they have so much fun stuff that they do. Dance routines, props, skits. And, and everybody's in on it. The umps yeah, are in on it. Everybody's yeah. in on it while they play baseball. It's a great, entertaining game to go see. It's, it's awesome. So I've been yeah. following them forever. I love them. I actually looked into going to see them. I was going to fly to go see them. I was going to wow. take Chase. But then they were coming here to the, they're coming to uh, Trenton, the Trenton when? Thunder. But it's like so incredibly difficult to get tickets. I'll bet. Yeah. You've got to, yeah, it, it's like beyond difficult to get them. You have to be on a waiting list and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know if it's going to happen, but I want to eventually get to a game and go see them. Hey, Trenton Thunder, are you listening? Kathy Romano <laughs> wants to go. Yeah. And Nick also wants to go. Savannah Benes, Preston wants to go. Let, no, <laughs> let Preston yeah. complain about them on air and you'll get showered with tickets. Oh, yeah. Are you going to say something? I am going to okay. say yeah. something, right. yes, yeah. but not right now. All right, real quick, at the ump in uh, with the Savannah Bananas, he's my favorite. The, the Oh players are God, great, yeah. but like I, when he's on screen, I'm like, oh God. I, I, Same ump. 
Is I, it the think, same so. Every I time? think so. I think so. Yeah. I yeah, know. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. All right. So with this game with uh, Shane the other night, because I watched the highlights, uh, he had a walk off. Yeah. Except that they were already up six nothing. I don't understand. I think the rules of baseball kind of just go out the window. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, when when the pitcher's wearing, you know. Six foot stilts and yeah. pitching. Well, he took his shirt off in the yeah. middle of the pitch. But anyhow, yeah, he uh, he suited <laughs> up with the team and uh, the bananas. By the way, who are currently on a world tour, played in Vegas that night, and uh, Victorino uh, took part with the classic Bob Marley track, Three Little Birds," playing. Ah. And he uh, came to the plate and he knocked one out over the left field. He he hit a home run. No, he did not. Okay. No, he hit a, like a double into the gap. Does it turn? He, he it was turned a walk off on a pitch and hit one over the left field fence. So maybe this is incorrect. That is incorrect. Okay. Um, so I didn't know they did this. Is this typical what they do? That they'll bring former players in? Play? I don't know. I don't know. Not sure. But not I, sure if they have guest, uh, uh, you know, roster. Uh, guest guest on roster. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on here because they have runs and points. Yeah, that's what I was just uh, alluding to. Like, I have no idea how the game actually works. He hit, he hit one in the gap. It was a walk-off. It was like the bottom of the seventh. They were already up 6 nothing in points, uh, but they it was a walk-off win for Shane Victorino. All right. I did, is, is I, did, I did text him uh, and told him that we loved the video and see if maybe he would call on call in. So we'll, we'll see if he responds. Uh, Johnny Damon did it a few weeks ago, Marissa says. Oh, cool. So I guess they have guests from uh, time to time. So that's awesome. I thought that was a lot of fun and worth mentioning here. Uh, let me see. I'm running out of time here. Um, Come on, man. A couple other quick things. Uh, let's see. How about some casting stuff? And uh, Deadline reports Prime Video has given a series order to Butterfly based on the graphic novel of the same name. And the six-episode series will star Daniel Day Kim. And this will be his uh, first solo lead TV role. Nice. I love that guy. Uh, so good for him. Um, Rebel Wilson has lined up her first feature film as a director. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Wilson will direct and co-star in the musical comedy called The Deb. You've had a report with Rita Wilson and Rebel Wilson. Oh, my God. Drink that in a little bit. Yeah. Let's see if I can find some more Wilsons. <laughs> any Wilson Phillips stories in there? I don't have any Wilson Phillips. Oh, man. We can, we can see if we can find one. Uh, based on the musical of the same name, The Deb. So that will be directed by Rebel Wilson. Uh, and I, this is fun. Uh, Michael Keaton won't have the only big cameo in the forthcoming DC film, The Flash. Uh, actor, director Andy Muschietti, Muschietti uh, revealed to Esquire that Nicolas Cage will appear as Superman. Well, no, he's <laughs> always one of the places. It Superman. is a nod to his Aww. casting in Tim Burton's scrapped Superman Lives film. How I think great that's kind of cool. That? Yeah, I love that. So it's obviously it's, it's a multiverse story, uh-huh. and from what I understand. They call it a cameo. It it basically becomes a quasi Batman movie for the second half. Okay, like he's pretty prominent in it. It begins with Nicolas a, Cage or Batman, Michael Keaton, okay. and then Nicolas Cage is a cameo. Right, but, but Batman is pretty substantial in the movie, and it starts with the collection of Justice League members, including Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and Ben Affleck as Batman. So it's I'm very excited for the movie. And you said Stephen King. Um, Gave a glowing review of it, correct? Uh, um, I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Flash. Yes, you yeah. are correct about that. I was looking up Wilson Phillips. All right, Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick found a Wilson Phillips story. Nice. Uh, so it, the headline is here: Wilson Phillips' first new song in ten years 
is a Harry Styles cover. Oh, which one? Well, the problem is, is this story came out November 25th, oh. 2022. So that is the most recent it's just in. Wilson Phillips news that I have but for you. But that song, I just saw it. That's my jam on his, on his new album. That's the one that I've been singing like Casey was literally rig. singing, not out loud, but loud enough this morning. What oh, was it was out loud. <laughs> I, 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 so much so that I'm like, what are you singing over there? Yeah. You want some uh, Owen Wilson news? Uh, yes, let's start. Yeah, please. Yeah, the not? Wilson Report. Yeah. Wilson! Uh, How's Steve Wilson doing? An alleged know. burglar jumped uh, in actor's PJ's cop's claim. What? When was that? That's the headline. Wow. Uh, Owen Wilson needs a new pair of pajamas because police say a homeless man got into the actor's house and promptly threw on some of the owner's sleepwear. Wilson! Uh, law enforcement tells CMZ the man ended up inside Owen's Santa Monica home on Tuesday night rummaging through the house before slipping into a pair of the Axe PJs. I shot a homeless man in my pajamas. Uh, we're told Owen's assistant came home to discover the intruder coming face-to-face with the man before they both uh, booked it out of the house in separate directions. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so that was th- that's this week. Uh, what about Luke Wilson? What Look was he up. doing? All right. No. Okay. We're, we're no, done. No, 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 no. We're done. Oh, man. Nim, 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 nim. Um, we now need to do clips. So, Selling Sunset has returned for its sixth season of property-selling drama. That's like coming out of remission. And here, Christine Quinn talks about the difficulties of the show. In the beginning, like, people didn't know what to think of me. They just thought I was so evil and mean. And, like, the first year was really, really, really hard. And then after that, like, the people that got it got it. And they're like, oh, no, she's, she's quirky. She's cute. I like that. And, like, people got it. And, like... You know, the show wasn't ever meant to be, like, serious. It was, like, funny and quirky and goofy. Shut the f*** up! Don't you want to just... Serious. Oh, my God, she's so quirky. I mean, who talks about themselves like that? Selling Sunset is streaming now on Netflix, and here's the next clip for you. Robert De Niro stars... You sick son of a bitch. (laughs) ...as an intrusive dad in the new film About My Father. And in this clip, he talks about working alongside Sebastian Maniscalco. It's built in for him with with his relationship with his father and hopefully with me. We have a a good rapport, and so we can work off each other, uh, which we did, and, uh, and even come up with stuff that's not in the script. And and so that that to me was a, a a big big plus and a reason to do it. About my father is in theaters tomorrow. And by the way, he goes by the name Maniscalco in the movie, so they're oh. they're really trying to make it him. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right, and that's the entertainment report. Oh, and the machine opens with Burt yes! tomorrow. Yes. We, we promised uh, Burt we would hit that over and over, and we certainly are happy to do that. In fact, we're going to do a little tribute to Burt tomorrow morning uh, from Keenan's. Uh, in North Wildwood uh, for the live broadcast. So uh, if you are there to join us, get ready to throw some love to Burt. All right, we got to take a break because it's already like quarter after seven. So let's uh, come back in a moment. We're all going to have uh, comedian Andy Haynes in the studio as well. I believe we'll get to the connoisseur today because we're not going to be able to do it tomorrow. Uh, I got what some, the hell are you doing? I got some great movie uh, food Pissed movie clips. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bobby. Can I call you Bobby? We'll take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. It's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Keenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon for a sneak peek of MMR's 
Vinyl-y Summer Weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach for Brent Porsche's four-hour happy hour and live broadcast. Don't forget, you can listen anywhere with the free MMR app. Or just ask your smart speaker to open MMR. Happy summer from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Jersey Shore. Got this email, and uh, this is from Jennifer Lewis. She says, hey, my daughter and friend will be at the Eggs with Peg this year for the first time and... They're turning 25 this year as well. Phenomenal. Uh, which exactly is what we're looking for. Just in line with the uh, President Steve 25th anniversary. By the way, I have, uh, oh no, it's, I thought I had it on the back of my, uh, uh, of my chair. Oh, the shirt? The new shirt. The great. Greg Monahan, our uh, genius graphics guy, the Grin and Greg the graphics guy, has created the Preston and Steve 25th anniversary shirt, of which we are going to give away hundreds of yes. tomorrow morning at Keenan. So for those of you who are streaming right now on YouTube, I'm going to hold this up to the camera and uh, and let you take a peek, and you'll be able to check this out uh, online as well. But I absolutely <laughs> yes. love this shirt. Me too. It's fantastic. Oh, man, because we had, um, you know, Marissa's really, really on top of all this, and we were going through uh, other potential designs, and we were about to pull the trigger on one design, and Greg woke up in the middle of the night, had this idea, wrote it down on a piece of paper, and then uh, worked with Marissa on getting this thing together, and, and every single one of us, when we first saw it, yes, that's it. Yep. That's absolutely yep. it. Yep. The original shirt was uh, the picture of Mussolini's corpse, mm-hmm. and then we said, why are we doing that? Hanging upside down? Yeah, yeah it's it makes not, no sense. It doesn't look good. So uh, we're going to give away hundreds of those tomorrow yeah. morning, yes. so we're looking forward to doing that. Uh, by the way, back to uh, Jennifer's daughter. She's. It says she's a new elementary school teacher, and this is her very first uh, PTO day. And she is a regular at Keenan's and the Inlet since she has spent the last three summers staying at our house in Wildwood and working on the beach at uh, Surftopia, hmm. uh, which is in the com- in front of the convention center, uh, flipping burgers on the beach. Anyway, her name is Valerie, and uh, give her and her friend Aaron a shard out we if you would, that. please. Yeah, yeah so here's a shard out for. Uh, everybody who's actually going to be there. So I was out shopping last night to uh, uh, looking for things to for for tomorrow morning, and I ran into like a, a girl I haven't seen in years. The girl Chrissy lived across the street from me. She's coming tomorrow for the first time ever, and, and like she grew up across the street from me. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to see you on Friday." See, it's yes. a coming together. Mm-hmm. It's the reawakening. We're coming out of the winter doldrums into life again at the. The summer and it, 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 the shore, just in the city, whatever, it doesn't matter. Dude, you can feel it. Walking out of the my house this morning, just to get like, like I was like, this is beautiful weather. I, yeah. I love this temperature. I love this. Like the, it was, the, there was a crispness in the air, <gasps> and I'm like, man, we're gonna be at the beach tomorrow. And you like you smell the beach air for the first time. And there the, was season. a woman I love it walking by the house, walking her dogs. I gave her a big bear hug. She called the police. Oh, right? yeah. No, but, you know, you were coming from the, a, a, place a place of goodness, exactly. But I understand. By the way, Wildwood and Ocean City are bringing back their shuttle services uh, this weekend. Oh, so the Jitney? I, uh, yeah, the Jitney in Ocean City. Uh, so the Wildwood Island uh, shuttle service is what that's officially titled. Uh, debuted last year to increase accessibility to the boardwalk, uh, amusement piers, and entertainment district. And it returned a uh, district. I'm sorry, not district. <laughs> Uh, district, it returns. It's my district. Tomorrow, with a schedule that will expand during the course of the summer. So the shuttles run the length of the island. They start at Rochester and Atlantic uh, Avenues in Diamond Beach, and then it will travel north 
on Ocean Avenue in Wildwood Crest and Wildwood to 26th Street and then continue along Surf Avenue along the Old New Jersey Avenue Entertainment District in North Wildwood. That's where Keenan's is, Old New Jersey Avenue, I believe. So get um, out there. So between uh, tomorrow and June 25th, the shuttle service is available Fridays and Saturdays from 5 to 2 a.m., 5 p.m. to 2 a.m., and on Sundays, 5 to midnight. And then from June 26th through September 3rd, it's seven days a week. Uh, and one-way shuttle rides cost $3 per person. That's nothing. Children under four ride for free. The shuttles have the Wildwoods logo prominently on their sides. Now, here's what you do. And I was curious, like, where the bus stops are? Yeah. No, you just flag it down. Yeah. Uh, riders flag down, uh, flag down jitneys anywhere along their routes. Uh, they stop for pickups. Each shuttle has a motorized lift for wheelchairs as well. And, in fact, they have the Jitney Surfer app, which is available from Google Play or the Apple App Store. And includes a map of shuttle routes and real-time locations of each shuttle. You know, it blows my mind when I, I see people with uh, bicycles. I never I never put two and two together there. That thing on the front of the bus is a bike rack. Right. Yeah. 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 You can throw your bike on the yeah. front. And so, uh, but, they, but I love the fact that they have the real-time um, locations. Right. So you can see how far away. And, you, you know, so you can walk and then wait for the bus to kind of come up near you. Get that app and the shark app that Kathy has and you're set for the summer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, and you can also use the app to prepay for the shuttles. Uh, drivers also will expect cash from riders or will accept cash from riders um, with exact change preferred. So if you're headed down this weekend and you don't want to be, you know, driving around, yeah. uh, if you happen to be, uh, you know, imbibing uh, between 5 p.m. and uh, 2 a.m., you can jump on these shuttles. They're only three bucks and they'll get you where you're going. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's excellent. Ocean City's Jitneys. Uh, they will. Uh, they run a continuous loop from 55th Street to Battersea Road, and they are. Let me see. What is the jet derivation of Jitney? Because it sounds sexual. It what, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so they're returned. Uh, the Jitney. The Ocean City uh, Jitney's return uh, Memorial Day weekend this weekend, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. on all four nights before pausing until late June. And then from uh, the 23rd to September 4th, it runs every day between 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. So I never knew this, um, but Steve, a quick search says that the, the word jitney used to mean uh, it was a, a word that you could use to substitute for nickel. Oh. And a bus ride used to cost a nickel. nickel. Oh. And so uh, you would hop on this bus and it, you, all, it would only cost you a jitney. And that's where the name came from. I've never heard of that associated wow. with a coin before, but no. that's what it was. No, it was never. Cents. Yeah. I oh. knew that uh, Jake Jill is a dollar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why I never knew why two bits was a quarter. Yeah, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know? Stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any Mankind sense. Mankind has been stupid. Yeah, so is, does that mean... Uh, Twelve and a half cents yeah. for, for one bit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But... Yeah, the, 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 the random nature of currency, mm. we need to put a stop to it. Yeah. Please. Immediately. Uh, but anyhow, the shuttles start right, uh, start up this weekend, and that is a great option for you. And, uh, yeah. You're just full of uh, yeah. stuff you might find in a junk drawer. Yeah, I am, aren't I? Well, is I, have, right? I have another beach thing here real uh, quick. Oh, so uh, are okay. we oh, man. the beach comer? <laughs> you should Not, do a little Latusio. This is actually junk drawers as well, but the, the drawers just full of sand. I figured since we are, we're ahead of the beach and since we will be doing a seagull screeching contest at Keenan's. Which I understand we have some solid competitors for. We have we have some volunteers, yeah. yeah so we'll see. We'll see how good they are. Uh, but new research has revealed why seagulls steal our food at the beach. Hunger? Um, no, it's, it's a little bit. Well, I mean, yeah, they're hungry, but there's... <laughs> It goes a little bit further. I mean, I'm not a scientist or anything. 
Is that a person or That's an actual a, that seagull? That is a human being. Really? Wow. That's good. That's pretty I solid. If that person would go out to the beach, any one of our competitors tomorrow would to go out to the beach, would a seagull go, yeah, yeah I hear you. Right, <laughs> right. And I'm curious what that, if, if that sound, is that a warning, like get away, or is that a call, get away from me? Yeah, get away from me. Or is that I'll a... Take out back. Or is that a call... Uh, get away from me. Imagine, get away from me. Get away instead from of me. Eagles, get away from they me. were flying Frank Rizzo's. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, Rizzo took my sandwich. Just picking get away up from me. Crumbs and bums get all over the place. Get away from me. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Francisca Feast from the University of Sussex and her colleagues study the behavior of the birds at Brighton Beach in 2021 and 2022, presenting blue and green packets of chips to groups of seagulls. All right. And researchers conducted an experiment sitting on the ground about five meters away, either watching the birds or eating from one of the packets. They found that 48% of the birds approached the packets when the person was eating compared with 19%. When they weren't. And the study suggests that it is likely that seagulls steal our food because they are influenced by human behavior. Mm-hmm. So they said the skills we identified, those that allow them to learn from uh, another species through observations, must come from more general purpose intelligence rather than an innate ability. So the, the, basically the seagulls are putting two and two together, realizing that we're eating when we're doing that. Exactly. And that's it. And that's why they find it right. interesting. Like they would, they, they're more often to go to food when humans are there actively eating them you as opposed to just setting it right. out. They see what appears. Well, that, that actually shows a level of, in, of uh, yeah. intelligence. Uh, gulls seem to have realized that we are great information sources when it comes to finding food. However... Uh, the kind of processed food humans eat is relatively new addition to the uh, wild animals' diets. And it's unclear whether it's actually beneficial for them, which is a concern when the species is declining. It, can, it can only be good for them. Right. <laughs> a bag full of Funyuns, I guarantee <laughs> that's going to do a seagull right. A study conducted by the University of Bristol revealed that uh, seagulls' foraging patterns closely match the timing of school breaks and the opening and closing times of the trash centers. Have you ever seen a, an amazing thing to see is when a fishing boat goes in, or Kathy, you see it all the time in Montauk, yeah, where oh. they're coming in, and the seagulls you, just descend. You can see it when they're out. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, if, if you're sitting, like, on the sound and some of them, you could, they're, I mean, you can see the seagulls above these giant ships. It's crazy. Uh, so the study suggests the seagulls have the behavioral flexibility to adapt their foraging behavior to human time schedules. Okay. Um, Do they suggest that the seagulls know how the jitney system works? No, but they did find that seagulls are less likely to steal food when they know that they are being watched. Ah. So if they know that you're looking at them, they are less likely to eat. I see you. Uh, The research... You want a piece of this? Stop looking at me. Come on, you bastard. I wonder then... All right, what would serve as an effective scarecrow-type configuration. I want to fight you. Would it be a fake Frank Rizzo with a head on a pivot? Maybe. Uh, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I can't think of anything because they don't, I mean, you know, the beach is mobbed with people. Mobbed? Yeah. yeah. Uh, But they... Yeah, it doesn't bother them at all. They're in fact that's why they're there because they they know that the that we as humans are feeding. Like we were just watching footage of a girl eating a a pickle, and the seagull flies over her head and grabs it out of her mouth. Wow! So that's brazen, certainly. But again, that seagull was not seeing the eyes 
the girl was not watching the seagull. I wonder how ah. many times oh, yeah. the perception of actual eyes on you would deter a seagull from... Watch this. We're watching the video. Wow. That's yeah, pretty brazen, They right? always come from behind. Yeah, yeah. So, th- which would suggest that were they to see you seeing them... Yeah. That might serve as a deterrent. Yeah, it says, despite having a reputation for being bold and menacing, most gulls were too afraid to peck at food if a human was near. Pussies. And out of 74 birds, only to, uh, 27 took a uh, chip. Interesting. What was what was the biggest food item you've ever had grabbed by a seagull? Oh, man. So, uh, and it wasn't in my hand, but my buddy Stephen Height, we went uh, for my 40th birthday we went to play pebble beach ah golf course yeah and so you play they have a couple of courses there was a course the day before we played called spanish bay and i'd gotten a sandwich like a full like ham and cheese sandwich and i had it in the cart and um we were pulling up to the green to putt so i set the sandwich down i mean like i'd only had like two bites out of this thing (laughs) full sandwich walk away walk to the green and we're walking back it's gone but the entire sandwich is gone, and I see a seagull with a bun in its mouth. And I'm like, you've got no. to be kidding me. I'll yep. kill you. So they knew. They they knew that humans come through. Yep. It was after the turn, Casey. They yep. knew that's where the food is popping up in the in the cart. Bastards. And they stole it from me. And full, it was a full, full burger. Yeah. Full, full burger, burger for out you. Out of my hand. Wow. Full burger out, out of my hand. Out of your hand? Yeah. So, again, from behind, I was just holding it, you know, as you when you're talking. And that burger was um, was good meat. I know. I just, you know I was looking forward to that burger, and that son of a bitch came in like a stealthy prick and st- <laughs> took the whole thing. Yeah. And then not even that, it was able to maintain as I was watching it fly away. The burger stayed in the bun as it flew away. And don't you feel like you know, like a kid who dropped their ice cream cone? I started crying at that point. I ran to my wife. Like, yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch. Make it better. So anyway, uh, those are a couple of beachy stories. But uh, yes, we are kind of junk toy. We're not going to get... the junk Preston's clean and out of junk drawer. Getting things out of the junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. How good is Kyle? <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. He's the best. Kyle, I love you. Play that again. Uh, all, right, all right, one more time. Here we go. I got to fade out a little bit. Yeah. yeah a crappy equipment. It's the junk drawer. Preston's clean and out of junk drawer. <laughs> Getting things out of the junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. <laughs> that's, that's all Kyle's singing. That's and, Kyle. and Kyle is at uh, Keenan's. Uh, and you're joining special guests. Saturday night, the FM band is going to be playing. Their, set, their first set is at 8 o'clock. Mm. And in that first set, I will get up and uh, and play a couple of songs with them. Couple, so, couple songs. Couple, couple, song. couple old songs, a couple new songs. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, Kyle. Yay! That's awesome. You've made the junk drawer so even much. more special. All right. So this is uh, pretty astounding. Um, a paralyzed man has regained the ability to walk smoothly using only his thoughts for the first time, according to researchers, thanks to two implants that restored communication between brain and spinal and cord. their breast implants. What? Dude, this is like that movie Upgrade. What? And I was thinking the same thing. Right? I was thinking exactly. Now, mind you, we, obviously we've been on a tear about tear, being AI. fearful of AI and all that stuff. Yeah. But this, Kathy, we were watching the footage this morning, and it's not like, oh, uh, not quite. Now, listen, he's not running a marathon, but he is mobile, and it's mm-hmm. amazing. So uh, the patient's name is uh, Gert Jan. Uh, he's Dutch. So uh, he didn't want to reveal his last name, but um, 
He said that the breakthrough has given him a freedom that he said he did not have before. The 40-year-old Dutchman has been paralyzed in his legs for more than a decade after suffering a spinal cord injury during a bicycle bicycle accident. Uh, but using a new system, he can now walk naturally uh, and take on difficult terrain and even climb stairs. The advance is a result of more than a decade of work by a team of researchers in France and Switzerland. Last year, the team showed that a spinal cord implant which sends electrical pulses to stimulate movement in the leg muscles, had allowed three paralyzed patients to walk again. But they needed to press a button to move their legs each time. He simply he just thinks, thinks about, about it. it. So, oh, my God. So stop and think about this. So if that's the capability at this point, the way you learn movements, the way you have muscle memory, mm-hmm. I will guarantee you that over time... There'll be less of a necessary concerted effort to think about it and just sort of do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, once the pathways right. are, you know, become uh, regular, yeah. I would think so. So Gert Jan, who has the spinal implant, said this made it difficult to get into the, the having to push the button. He said it made it difficult to get into a rhythm of taking a natural step. Uh, but the latest research combines the spinal implant with new technology called a brain-computer interface, which is implanted above the part of the brain that controls leg movement. And the interface uses algorithms based on artificial intelligence methods to decode brain recordings in real time. And this is uh, this allows the interface uh, to work out how the patient wants to move their legs at any moment. The data is transmitted to the spinal cord implant via a portable device that fits into a walker or small backpack, allowing patients to get around without help from others. So... Okay, obviously there's an assist required, but this man we're watching the footage is standing and moving yes. along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and got can this... go upstairs. Yeah, he's going to have to use this walker, but yeah. you know, before he couldn't be upright at all. Uh, but he, he still doesn't have feeling, right? Like Well, so uh actually something started to happen. So he had said uh I can just do what I want when I decide to make a step. Uh, the simulation will kick in as soon as I think about it. And there was another positive sign following 6 months of training uh, he has recovered from sense, some sensory perception and motor skills that he had lost in the accident. Because I have to imagine it's because they're being opened up again and given s- stimuli. He was even able to walk with crutches when the di- they call it the digital bridge. Yeah. When it was turned off. So he was still able to have some movement. Let me ask you an evil twisted question uh-huh. in development with this. If that spinal implant is put on this guy and somebody else puts the thing on their head and has those thoughts, can they can control they- his body? So, wow. yes. Oh, they, they've actually there have been there have been studies where they've done something with neural implants and caused a reaction. Nick, I I think it was a monkey and somebody was, else's was a, body. Yes, it was not a human, but they were using and, and uh, they were able to achieve that. That movie upgrade, Preston. <laughs> yeah. Now, mind you, this again, this is a wonderful thing for this guy. Sure, sure. But man, that's a chilling thought. Yep. You know. Uh, so when could this technology be available to paralyze people around the world? That's the question being asked. It's never soon enough, is it? Uh, no. The, uh, the lead researcher said that it will take many more years of research to get to that point. But the team are already preparing a trial study, whether this technology can restore function in arms and hands as well. Uh, they also hope that it could apply to other problems such as uh, paralysis caused by stroke. Uh, so we've seen before where they you can they can control prosthetics. Yes, uh, with using their mind. If you could do these these implants, if I could send my cat into the kitchen to make me a sandwich, oh my right. god, that would be amazing. Oh my god, 
Yeah. That would be that'd be groundbreaking. I don't know. They sure. have hair all in your sandwich. Not my cats. Okay. They wear gloves. Oh. Uh, so thought that was pretty amazing. That is, that's really amazing. And uh, and a, uh, a real optimistic uh, you know look what, at, at uh, people's abilities. Not as impressive as Kyle's theme song. No, no yeah, yeah, that's right. pretty incredible, actually. It's the show tour. Yeah. Preston's cleaning out his show tour. Getting things out of the show tour. Finding stuff here in the show tour. <laughs> Providing hope for millions. I love the little. <laughs> All right, uh, one more thing, and then we'll probably take a break. Oh, good, because we have an outro too. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, he's oh that God. good. <laughs> All right, he is that good. All right, do you guys want to hear about? Uh, let's see, I have like three things left here. All right, so pick the second one. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, finally, good way okay. to do it. The second one. Okay, so. In the U.S., it's about 25% more expensive to buy a home than rented, but there are four metro areas that where ownership is cheaper. All right, what's the first one? The first one is Detroit. Wait, mm-hmm. where? hold on. It's cheaper to own rather than rent. If that's not the case everywhere? Not no. the case everywhere. No. So they, 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 an analysis of single-family homes and townhouses found that estimated monthly mortgage costs are lower than monthly rental costs. Mm. How much for this bombed-out hovel? In Detroit, Philadelphia, hey! Cleveland, and Houston. I mean, I w- that was always, like, you know, my parents always pushed for that. Like, rent as less as you, you know, sure. as short of a time as you can. Get into a house, buy it, be- so that way you're paying for, you know, towards you something. Investment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, can, you can eventually sell it and, and get something from it. Apparently, though, there is the push to shift towards a renter's market. So that pe- there more and more people are being persuaded to rent as opposed to buy. But I was always... Yeah. I was always a kid, my dad. Do you want to own your own home? You want to own your own home? Sure. And, and that, you know, so you have some equity. I remember um, talking to my cousin. So she owned a home and uh, she lost it in both Hurricane Sandy and Irene, both back to back. And after the second time, she was like, we can't we can't do this again. And so they rent now. And I remember having a conversation with her and she goes, look, it's just, it wasn't for us. It didn't work out. We couldn't recover from that. Yeah. And now this is this is how we live. Renting is what, you know, is the easiest way for us. And, you know, like I said, I was taught to always, you always wanted to buy it and have an investment. And hurricanes tend to stay away from rentals. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) So in Detroit, the typical home is 24% less expensive to buy than to rent. In Philadelphia, it's a 7% discount. Philadelphia is second place. So it's, it's, it was a big leap to Detroit. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's followed by Cleveland at 4% and then Houston at a 1% discount. Uh, property values in these four locations have stagnated relative to the rest of the country. <laughs> By the way, when you buy a house, Preston, have you ever signed your signature more? Oh, no. No, no, no. It was and I have crazy. No, I have no idea what I'm signing. Yeah. Oh, Michelle absolutely. knows what we're signing, yeah. but yeah. I don't. Yeah. My wife. Um, you actually so, don't own your house. I know. <laughs> no, no. I have no. I don't have any money. That's why there's a gypsy family person. living in your house. Uh, if Americans looking to buy a home can't build equity, they have less incentive to be a uh, pay a premium to own. Meanwhile, California's Bay Area features the largest premium to home ownership in the U.S. It's twice as expensive to own wow. than rent in cities including San Jose and San Francisco and Oakland as well. Do you remember we were out there for a couple of years ago, Preston, and we're driving past where it really seemed to be like small ranches and the guy who was driving us were saying, what are, what are those oh, yeah. going for? Like yeah. a million? million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, still, buying isn't always the best option as some people move often, so renting makes more sense to them. Yeah. Uh, others simply don't have enough money to make a down payment on a property, and that's uh, that's 
become increasingly common as mortgage rates climb and affordability drops. The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage just tops 7%. No kidding. Uh, for the first time since March. Yeah, that's high. Yeah, how many uh, How many rentals did you have uh, throughout your life? How many rental, uh, uh, approximately? Uh, one, two, three, four, six. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah, me yep. too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and by the way, though, it's it's worth noting that while home values in Cleveland and Detroit and uh, Philadelphia as well haven't climbed in the same way that the pandemic boom towns like Phoenix and Miami have, where there are virtually zero homes that are cheaper to buy than rent, that means they also won't see the same crashes. So when things right. top and, and tumble down, it's not going to be as big of a fall uh, for us and uh, some of these other cities. So. And you also get... The joy of hearing your landlords have sex. Yeah. yeah ah, that too, when you rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, most definitely. All right, um, that's it. Hit the outro. That was a junk drawer. Dressed in clothes, and up the junk drawer. There's nothing left here in the junk drawer. Until next time, that was the junk drawer. It's perfect. I'm so happy. I got a jingle for my junk drawer. All right. Uh, we do need to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get to the bizarre file. By the way, Pencrest High School, we chose you as a coolest teacher this morning. Randomly pulled out of the jar. You guys get to vote for whoever was the coolest teacher in your mind over the past year. Text word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. Make sure you let them know in the front office. We'll get the word out. We'll find out who that winner is tomorrow. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Quick mention here. Uh, yesterday, we shared a, a wonderful little Instagram story from uh, listener Michelle feeding her baby and watching the YouTube live stream. And uh, the caption was, favorite way to start the day, morning milkies and Preston and Steve. And listener Ashley replied, you can watch them on TV? <laughs> yes, Ashley, you can stream the show live on YouTube every day, which means you can play our show on your television if you want to watch. If you got an app, if you got the app on your TV, which most do now. What are you going to watch, a freaking Today Show? You can watch us yeah. on your television at home. So thank you to Newman University for powering our YouTube stream. And while we're on the... Uh, 
uh, uh, the thank you train here. I'm, I'm going to thank him a lot today. Dean Pagano. Oh, my God. Of Club Risque, longtime friend of our program. Uh, we needed uh, we needed some props for tomorrow morning, uh, the live broadcast, and uh, he gave us, like, way too much stuff of things that are going to be <sighs> integral to one of our contests. And uh, we have so much, we're going to have to share the love while we're there. I think so. So it, I'm not, I'm not going to reveal what no, it is. No, no, no. Oh, so I shouldn't hold this up to the camera. Yeah, no, no not I yet. Think no, you're I good. don't think so. Um, did you guys see our friend Allison's post on social media yesterday by yes, any chance? Yes, I did. Her son oh had hat God. day at his preschool, and she had to fight him not to wear a hat, and she eventually gave up and let him wear it. It was a club risque beanie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. And she had to I send an her. apology to the teacher, and she was like, I'm hoping everyone at the preschool won't know what this hat is. Why did he have that in the first she place? She said she had it left over from a photo shoot. She oh must have done something God. with them and had it at the house and he insisted on wearing it. That's funny. And she's like, I gave up the fight. I didn't want to fight anymore and yep. he wore it to school. He oh wore it to school? Yes. Yeah. Preschool. Yeah. Preschool. I want to fight you. That's he had to hilarious. send an apology to the teacher. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. Well, you know. <laughs> Kids got taste, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's do the bizarre file. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. And they also have leaf compost, decorative stone papers, and more. You can uh, get delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit Mulch This. Dot com. All right, here's Philadelphia story. Oh, uh, we're gonna that's local. This. Actually, pretty in, in Marissa's neighborhood. Uh, authorities say a licensed gun owner, gun owner shot and wounded a man who smashed her car window with a crowbar Uh-oh. during a rush hour road rage confrontation. Officers were called to the 2200 block of Market Street just before 530 for reports of a shooting victim. And police found a 22-year-old man suffering a gunshot wound to the groin. Whoa. And they drove him to Penn Presbyterian Hospital. He was admitted in critical condition. Chief Inspector Scott Small told reporters that the shooting happened about eight blocks away during a road rage incident in the intersection of 30th and Chestnut. Investigators believe that during the confrontation, the man approached the 27-year-old woman's car and smashed her passenger side window with a crowbar. Attacking her. Yeah, dude. I mean, and the the passenger side window, you know, that's... Get, if it goes through, it's hitting you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so the woman fired a shot from inside her car that struck the man in the groin. She drove to a family member's house and then called police. Okay, she did the right yeah, thing. Yeah, she did the right thing. So authorities say that the man retreated to his vehicle after being shot and drove several blocks uh, to 23rd and Market. Ow, my ball. Where he fell out of his vehicle onto the roadway. Uh, the woman who fired at the man is cooperating with investigators, and she was not injured during the incident, and there are no charges filed as of this moment. Crazy. Wow. Uh, I love this story. A man... <laughs> Who asked Reddit for advice on how to cover his dumb tattoo, was overwhelmed with comments insisting that he keep it, accidentally becoming a meme in the process and inspiring others to get the same body art. So, his name is Lewis Murray. He's a 25-year-old from Southern California, and he posted a photo in the subreddit, which is uh, Tattoo Designs. uh, And the the tattoo on his leg are a series of words, and it just says... Shrimps is bugs. 
That's like a tattoo we would give. Shrimps is bugs. And he asked users for suggestions how to cover it up. He wrote, I need ideas for horizontal design for this dumb tattoo I got above my knee when I was 19. Well, the post received 11,800 upvotes and 2,000 comments, but the reaction wasn't what he expected. He told uh, uh, the publication that an email exchange... Uh, instead of ideas on how to Im- remove the random tattoo, he was inundated with responses of people who begged him to keep it. You know, my one issue with the tattoo is is that the H doesn't look quite right. The B has an the yeah. B goes up a lot higher. The H needs to go because right now it almost looks like shrimps have his bugs. Right. <laughs> so Murray said he couldn't fully remember the backstory of the tattoo, but it started as an inside joke with his friends. He said, "I think my roommate said it once." And then it just escalated into this thing that we would say to each other all the time. You know, one of those group of friends phrases. And he said, I was getting a different tattoo uh, with my friend, and he dared me to get shrimps as bugs as well. All right, I'm challenging both of you to get this tattoo on your forehead. Uh, Hey, roast beef. Okay. On my forehead, I'll do it. Uh, It made his pals laugh at the time, so he considered it a success. But years later, he was ready to get rid of it. (laughs) He had anticipated the strong reaction that it would receive online, or he hadn't anticipated that. He said, I didn't expect it, and uh, it's weird to go viral for something I'm embarrassed about. And now other people have gotten the tattoo, and they have started another Reddit of Shrimps' Bugs. We've seen far worse, Mm -hmm. and actually the tattoo itself is well done. Shrimps' Bugs. All right, a story out of Florida. A Deltona man was arrested early Sunday morning after crashing into a utility pole and then showing up at someone's house naked. <laughs> Deputy said they responded around 2 I four, made it. 14 a.m. after receiving reports of the crash. Upon arrival, deputies found a pickup truck that had crashed into and completely severed a nearby utility pole. However, investigators said that the driver wasn't at the scene. Less than an hour later, deputies responded to a home. After getting reports of a burglary, and they found a naked man banging on the door. Responding deputies said they found 39-year-old Kevin Gardner at the home. He was seen with several injuries on his face and legs. Uh, He was the owner of the crash truck, though he told deputies the truck had been stolen. He then changed his story several times, saying that he had seizures and didn't remember anything. Ah, all right. Uh, Brett Tez revealed that... nudity? Did he explain that? uh, No, he did not. Uh, His blood alcohol was uh, higher than the legal limit. He was later arrested and faces charges of burglary, indecent exposure, criminal mischief, resisting an officer, and DUI. Uh, speaking of cars, and I'm certain there are many people that have done this, but there's video of it. A uh, video of a woman attempting to put gas into her Tesla at a gas station. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It went yeah. viral earlier this month. The social media influencer told the Daily Star she had simply forgotten the car doesn't take gas. I will bet you yeah. that has happened many times over. There's a picture. It was a popular meme. It was someone at a gas station attempting to gas up their Tesla. She and, said, and there is that port, obviously, for the yep. battery. She said, I honestly don't know what I was doing. It was the end of a long day, and the car is brand new. This is Danielle Wright. She said, I just rolled up to the gas station thinking about uh, the uh, treats I was going to get from the counter rather than the fact that my car doesn't actually need gas. <laughs> so... If it's happened to you, don't worry. You're not alone. Uh, And then we will do one more story. Uh, The ultra-wealthy tech entrepreneur, Brian Johnson, recently recruited his 17-year-old son, Talmaj, and his 70-year-old father, Richard, to join him in a tri-generational blood exchange. What the hell is that? In April, the trio visited Resurgence Wellness, a futuristic-looking medical spa in Arlington. Welcome. 
Talmaj Johnson got a liter of his blood removed and about a fifth of the blood in his entire, which is about a fifth of the blood in his body. A liter? Yeah, and separated into the parts before the plasma was reinfused into his father. Uh, do they call that vampire blood, that treatment? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Brian Johnson then donated a liter of blood products to his 70-year-old father, and no one donated blood back to the 17-year-old. So we're talking the lead singer of ACDC. No, different guy. Uh, this isn't the first time Brian Johnson has made headlines with uh, wild anti-aging ideas, though, as far as we know, it's the first time he had brought his son uh, into the theories. Johnson made his fortune as the founder of Braintree, a web and mobile uh, payment company that was acquired by Venmo and later sold to PayPal. So the dude's got loads and loads of money. It is. The guy has become, become to known as this, a guy who does a lot of stuff with this, you yep. know, constantly t- chasing youth. He spends at least $2 million a year chasing the fountain of youth. Yeah. Uh, and his newest venture, Project Blueprint, involves doing everything possible to reverse the aging process. This includes following strict dietary guidelines, rigid schedule of sleep and exercise, frequent medical exams, and following the advice of a 29-year-old doctor who finished medical school right before the pandemic. Uh, to top it off, it appears his quest to stay young now involves infusion of young blood, a practice that is so far scientifically unproven, right. and the FDA does not recommend it either. How much more desperate is his quest going to become as the years advance. Yeah. I mean, right now, he's still relatively young. This could all fall in the category of just having good genes. Yeah, he's 45. Yeah. So he's, yeah. Uh, but we'll wait and see on this. But, um, yeah, he's visited the wellness cycle, uh, the wellness uh, clinic several times uh, from for uh, anonymous blood. But now he's using his son's blood. Yeah. That's the last story in the Bizarre File for you. A little bit later on this morning, Andy Haynes, who's performing at uh, Punchline uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday, is going to be stopping by. Great. We're looking forward to seeing him. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing you at Keenan's tomorrow for the live broadcast, of course. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in just a moment. And uh, I think we might do the connoisseur. And have, why did this not work? Oh, What's because going you on? didn't get one of those. Okay. All right, let me do that again. All right, we're going to take a break. And we'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Steve on 93.3 WMMR. This week, 93.3 WMMR continues our salute to 25 years of Preston and Steve. What the f***? Listen as we recall a quarter century of stupid stunts, A-list guests, legendary live broadcasts, and charitable events that have made our mornings in the Delaware Valley better. That was awesome! Congrats on 25 years, guys. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your mornings. Let's tell you about Dell Auto Group. Listen, they opened their doors in 1975, and at that time, people said that Dell Chevy was far out. And then in the 80s, it became totally tubular. In the 90s, Steve, you want to talk about your event coming up? Yes, the Mutiny on the Mashalu Mu3, back to the sea. It is Thursday, June 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. on the Mashalu, the upper deck. It's going to be a great time. It benefits Max Fund. Your uh, your ticket is going to get you a whole bunch of stuff, including a great food from Algorithms, uh, ice cream, tuck-ins, Rosie's Kettle Corn, and more. Great uh, drink tastings from Yards Brewery, Chadsford Winery, Clear Rum, Stateside Vodka, and more. Live entertainers, including jugglers and magicians and tarot card readers. It's a wonderful three-hour event. Nick, you were very kind to post your uh, experience with it. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, it is a great time, and it benefits Max Fund, which is a centralized fund for all these 
animal charities to pull off of. It's a great time. We'd love you to buy your tickets, uh, you know, as soon as you can because it'll probably sell out. And you can go to PrestonandSteve.com. The information is up there and ready for you to go right through to the event bright and order. Yeah, Steve, I, I might have another charity event uh, that night. If I don't, uh, I'd love to come as well. Because, no. I don't know. Casey's going to try to make it to it. Oh, it's, I'll be there. It, oh, cool, yeah. It's such a good time. And when you're standing out on the deck of the Moshalu and oh. you just, you, like, you feel the breeze and you're looking at the city, it's just a really cool, serene atmosphere. And then on top of all of it, it's a great cause. You know, we've set up is that we're going to have that, you know, that 360 camera. Yeah. So a Philadelphia photo. The guy's really nice. i got to get his information because he's fantastic. Is that Al? Uh, yes, yeah. he is sensational. He's Such so a nice cool. guy. But think about the skyline will be part yeah. of the 360. So it'll That's be cool. great. And all this info is right there at PrestonandSteve.com. So you can get it right there at your fingertips and go to the event. So that's going to be on June 8th. Oh, and thanks to uh, Rafferty Subaru. They're oh. phenomenal. They're sponsoring. They're all about that's you over there. They are. At Rafferty Me Subaru. Me specifically. <laughs> all right. So today is Thursday, but tomorrow we got a lot going on. So I want to do the, uh, the connoisseur segment. What? At this very moment. Well, you yes. know what? I'm not going to say... What we know to be the truth that everyone hates this segment now because I think it's actually clawing its way back to acceptability yes. because of a new rub you've added to it. The movie clips. Yes. Which we will do in a moment. And by the way, it is actually, people don't hate it. It was something that Chuck had said. Uh, Chuck hates it. Yeah, Chuck hates it. Chuck despises it. Um, I'm going to start with a personal story. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Can we get fun. some um, touching music? No, we did. Uh, it doesn't need to be sure? touching. It doesn't need to be sure? touching. Yeah, it's uh-huh. just, I, I, so... No, we don't. I think this is better. This is better. This is better. A story of Preston, a story of redemption. I would like to thank uh, Douglas Clark. Clark? Clark. Douglas Clark. That's Clark Kent. Who's the catering, catering, God, I can't speak. Wait, no, 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 just start all over. We were messing you up. Yes, we were. I want to thank Douglas Clark, at uh, who's the catering supervisor at Corner Bakery. Yes. In Bella Kenwood. Uh, and the reason being is because I we were I forgot what we were talking about. You were simply talking about you had a you had a, a rude encounter. Well, I there. did, but yeah. I forgot what led to that conversation. But but anyhow, yeah, there was a uh, I, I had a less than pleasant experience with with a um, a worker there. Yeah, one and person. and one person. Everybody else was super duper nice, but one person kind of uh, wasn't was being rude. And um, Doug has been contacting us like every day since then. Uh, to apologize, to make amends, he sent over a bunch of sandwiches and cookies. Of, we keep missing Didn't him. need to do that, and and I haven't contacted him because I personally don't want to get an individual in trouble. And no. I, didn't, I didn't want to like describe this person or anything like that. I just was venting some frustration. Right. And Doug has made good and then some. So oh, yeah. he's shown what a great group of people uh, uh, are. You know that work there yes. and, uh, and and manage the place. So you've gone, gone above and beyond. Yes. Thank you very much, Doug. That was a very kind gesture, and we definitely appreciate it. And clearly, your customers mean a lot to you. Yes. So that's yeah. that's what that shows. Good morning to see you. Yes, yes. Good, good morning, morning to, see to see you. And uh, if you ever go, please try the mac and cheese with tomatoes and bacon. Oh, right. that sounds good. It is delicious. Mm. Okay, so uh, that was the one connoisseur thing I wanted to get away. That was my personal story. Story of redemption. But thank you, Douglas. All right, so how about this? Uh, Kathy sent this to me. So there's some new Wawa's that are opening up. And normally it's like, wow, there's Wawa's popping up yeah. all over the place. But they're giving away some freebies, oh. uh, apparently today, today. Uh, for the first customers. Um, it says, oh, wait a second. No, a few new stores, not just Wawa. Okay, yeah, so, says, so the new Wawa is in Delaware. Okay. And they're giving away um, free coffee today. 
All right. So doors open at 8. Ceremonial start uh, giving a nod to the kindness that occurs when Wawa customers hold the door for one another. Ah, I love that. <laughs> Where's Pat House? And the first 100 people will get a limited edition Wawa Coffee Hoagies and Kindness t-shirt. And coffee... Uh, will be free throughout the day at the new Wawa. You know what I thought? And that's at 970 Christiana Road, by the way. The elimination, so my Germantown uh, uh, Wawa got our makeover, and they took away that, that sort of a vestibule, you know, mm-hmm. so that you're, you basically, the doors go right in. And I thought, was well, this going to diminish mm-hmm. the kindness and courtesy that we always see at Wawa? No, right. no, it's just as good. I did the standard holding of the door last night. I was at a Wawa. I was, I was at two different Wawas yesterday, <laughs> but I was at a Wawa in Quakertown. Uh, and I held the door a little bit extra longer than yeah. normal because that's tradition and you're supposed to do it. Uh, no acknowledgement from the guy that I Whoa, held the door. Whoa, that's not I very wall come, come over to Germantown where I, we yeah, love that. I, I, and I would kind of, <laughs> kind of chat my ass off. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Dude, Chuck and I were, we went to an establishment last week yeah. and we were maybe three steps behind this guy walking into the door. Okay. He opened the door. <laughs> Just enough for him to get through Come and on. slid in. I was like, dude, that was intentional. Nick, the it manager wasn't... of your Wawa's here, he's got a gift <laughs> basket. Yeah. Wants <laughs> to make good on that. But I, I couldn't believe how intent. It wasn't like, oh, this guy just didn't even see us. No, like he intentionally just <laughs> opened it and slid through. Uh, just to be rude, I feel right, like. You see, that's, that's an anomalous yeah. uh, occurrence because well, it's it always Wawa. nothing but joyous. Yeah. yeah. All right, this other thing, and I didn't see this part of it, Kathy. I didn't r- actually read what you right. sent over to me. There's another this story. This is from Kathy. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it. <laughs> uh, Aldi is opening two supermarkets. Uh, let's see. It says uh, 829 Paoli Pike near Turner Lane and Westchester in Westchester and on the Roosevelt Boulevard just off of Byberry Road. And they have uh, free goodie bags for the first 100 customers. What constitutes a goodie bag? I don't know. Bag Things. with goodies. goods in it. Yeah. Just, so, just general goods? These are just little freebies in the food realm that I wanted to pass along to. Okay. So uh, we we appreciate that. Coming up on the so Memorial Day today. weekend. All right. Um, should we do a food clip? Oh, yes. yes. Let's, do, let's do a movie clip. All right. So we have a clip. Uh, yes, Casey. That's the one I want to play. If you can identify this movie, we have uh, some victory beer to give away. Nice. To the correct answer. So here is your movie clip. Listen to this. Chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you, you take a ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Did that skip uh, in it, the middle? It did. Hang on. I'm going to play that again. Here. Chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. There you go. In case you didn't know. Yes. I love chocolate molten cake, by the way. Fantastic. Lava cake? Yeah. Yes. All right. So call right now, 215-263-WMMR. I'll see if you know the answer. Uh, Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, come on. Wendy's. Wait, is... wait, wait. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Steve tossed Order me the up. bell. Bell? Okay. Yeah. We got to do the presentation. So, Wendy's is testing new technology, not just for taking orders, but also delivering. Listen to this. They just announced a partnership with uh, Austin-based company Pipe Dream, which will install an underground autonomous robot system to deliver food to customers in the parking lot of a Wendy's restaurant. So what will it bore through the floor of your car? The concept is similar to the capsules that fly through tubes at a bank drive-thru. Wow. But Pipe Dream has planned, you know, so you get the 
Uh, the Pipe Dream has plans to develop much more sophisticated and larger systems for delivering things in tubes. Um, okay, so... All right, so they're going to set up basically a system like you'd find in a bank. They'll, they'll yes. put the food in the container. Yep. But the, that container can be fairly limiting. Yeah, so they're, they're working on larger... Are they going to crush it in there? It says more sophisticated and larger systems they're for gonna, delivering things. They're going to have to fist it into the tube. Now, it doesn't say what propels it. It says air Explosions. suction is not what uh, uh, what sells that well, then, or, or propels that. It usually operates on a, on a vacuum system. Yeah. Yeah, so it says air yeah. suction is huh. not what, what it... Uh, what it uh, uses. Okay. I keep thinking that, um, was it Just Shoot Me, where David Cross is... Uh, Chicken pot pie? Yeah, yeah. Where, where he's trying to explain that the tubes are <laughs> right, vacuum, right. And, and then he finally, doesn't get it. Yeah, he's been, oh, yeah. He's been putting the, uh, the act on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Wendy's location that will test Pipe Dreams technology wasn't announced, but the pilot program will occur later this year. At Wendy's, customers will place an order via the Wendy's ad app. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. I can't believe that that is a man. I always thought that was a girl. Until you no, it's yeah. David Cross. And the yeah. whole conceit of the episode was he was pretending he was slow, slow to get out of work. Okay. And it turns out he's, like, brilliant. All right, so anyhow, so you, you use the app, you drive to the restaurant, you park at one of the pickup portals, and then their order will be delivered from the restaurant to that portal through an underground system using autonomous robots. I'll tell you something. I've noticed um, that Wendy's tends to have lengthy drive-through lines. They do. Very popular, mm-hmm. especially yeah. like the one on Ridge, right up in Roxboro. Well, always hopping. Keep in mind, Wendy's they, they make their burgers to order. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. that's yeah. that's why you're going to get a little bit of a, of a longer line right. as opposed to some other places that have them. Just they make tons of them. They're ready to go. Right. So you still get them hot, but maybe this accelerates. Right? Makes them to order. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, the drive-through line has been um, a, a staple, and it's been pretty uh, constant for decades now. So they're they're you know attempting to reinvent this. I have a question about another thing that was attempted to be reinvented. Um, that uh, it, I believe it was at the vet, or no, maybe it'd been Wells Fargo Center, where the, the way they were filling the beers. Remember from below. From below. Yes. Yeah. Is right. that still a thing that's that they're doing? Is it? I don't know over there, but that's still, there are bars yeah. with um, auto- automated bartenders that will fill the glasses. It comes in, the beer comes in from below and fills up the glass that way. Casey, there are a few. They also do it now in the Wells Fargo Center with popcorn. There's a Chickies and Pete's popcorn machine that you get a little container. You put it down and it like fills it up like that. Really? Yeah. How? It's you know you what? Fill it up it's like yourself. the scene in Diner where you take the bottom of the, <laughs> the uh, popcorn. I, I can't wrap my mind around how that would yeah, work. Yeah, so you t- you take the the a popcorn holder and it's all self serve, and you put it down on the machine and it fills up the popcorn and you from take the it bottom. Away. Yeah. Hmm. But I, but uh, what I don't understand is how does I, the bottom open up? You know what, Preston? I walked by it for about a second and a half, and I just remember noticing it. So maybe we can find it on. I, I don't know. Okay. Nick is right. doing research on it. Thank you. Um, so the news of the test with Wendy's comes after they announced plans, uh, to pilot a chat artificial intelligence program at one of its, uh, central Ohio drivers. Activate food dispersal. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to improve the customer experience of greater speed and accuracy while also freeing up its human employees to focus more on making food and providing customer service, or they're going to cut people out. Well, you know, did you see part of it too? The automated McDonald's that they have—that's actually up and running now. I mean, full robotic. Oh, no Cooking, uh, dispensing no. at the window. No, I, they, that's where kids. Go. How you doing? That's that's like a first job. You I know, know. I that's mean, an entry level job. Yeah, yeah and uh, so I, I've been inside of McDonald's where you order at the computer kiosk. It, it um, 
It's not very user friendly just yet. Hi, Casey. I've tried it too. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa? Uh, I was wrong. They're using uh, this new thing called gravity and just letting the popcorn (laughs) fall (laughs) into. (laughs) Okay. It's going the other way. I was confused. So she also saw a new colonoscopy where they're going through the mouth pressed. Wow. Maybe I was just thinking the concept of the beer when I walked by this machine. But the beer thing is around. It's just not as much. I do like what you're talking about, though. I love, I'm a massive popcorn fan. So this uh, this is interesting. The self-serve uh, yeah, using popcorn. Using that thing called gravity. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Marissa. Um, okay. So we need to get a winner okay. for our... Do you our... need music for this? No, or... no, no, no. I just felt like hitting the bell because okay. I've... I've neglected it for so long. All right, so what movie is this clip from? Chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. All right, let's see if Kurt knows what movie that's from. Hey, Kurt, good morning. Hey, good morning, all. Uh, All right, buddy, so what movie is that from, please? That is from Chef. Chef is correct, yeah. Absolutely. Hang on a second, Kurt. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. Great movie. And it's star-studded, too. Like, you don't realize, you're like, oh, my God, that's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God, that's uh, Scarlett Johansson. There's, like, loads of stars with cameo roles in that movie. Uh, So we are going to give Kurt a case of Victory Motel Paloma. And you got to try Victory Brewing's uh, Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood, orange, tangy lime. Uh, super crushable and out now, and it's Victory's Motel Paloma. Um, all right. Uh, all right, Connoisseur, what else do we have? Next up. Next up. All right, so I know I'm kind of staying in the fast food realm. Yeah. But I do want to mention this. Uh, this is for Dairy Queen fans. Uh, a TikTok account for a location of Dairy Queen uh, in Shelby Township, Michigan, recently posted a video claiming that cherry-flavored cone dip might not be long for this world. So you know, the you know, sound they make in Shelbyville. So they, uh, the the TikToker said, "I have some bad news, and I feel like a lot of people will be upset about this. I don't know when or if it's returning, but Dairy Queen is discontinuing the cherry cone dip. Did you ever have one? I would get the Dilly bars that are made with that because you can buy Not them. Familiar? Yeah, you can buy them by the box. I love the I love the chocolate." Dipped on like the outside of a soft vanilla cone. This is the same thing, same but, thing, but with cherry. cherry. Yeah, yeah. So you can get dilly bars that are made from that too. Yeah, I don't. And they're they're good. Yeah. They're yeah. different, but it's not they as suck. satisfying as the chocolate. I'm I gonna. Tr- I have to try this cherry one. I don't really care for the chocolate one all that much. Oh, so that's it, my game. Yeah, if it's not long for this world, then maybe I should just give it a go. You should. Yeah. Um, so according to this uh, narrator, they said it's. <laughs> They said it's already sold out. <laughs> That's how they mock Springfield. In, in our warehouse, so once we deplete the inventory in the store, it will be sold out till further notice. Mm. A quick online search reveals that DQ's cherry cone dip has previously disappeared from menus, uh, but it returned shortly after. Most recently, it made its way back for a limited time last summer. One of the one of the specialty dilly bars that I love actually is the mint one with the mint ice cream inside and the chocolate on the outside. Those the mutton is nice and lean. <laughs> those <laughs> those thin coatings are um, they're like for example with the the Malamar, those cookies only come out in the winter because the the the, cho- the chocolate coating on those cookies. This the difference here is that you have it encasing something that's cold that keeps it intact. Steve, do you remember? It was a revolution at the time. Revelation. The automobile. Not a revolution. Revelation. No, was uh, when Magic Shell 
came out. You don't remember Magic Shell? I do. Um, yeah. it, so I'm, Magic Shell, if you had ever tried to make your own dipped ice cream cone at home using, like, Hershey's chocolate syrup, it doesn't work. No. It's no, not no. the right type of stuff. It You're doesn't, living a lie. The cold doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't freeze it enough to make it solid, but Magic uh, I do shell, remember. I guess you could make this at home. It had that 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 same type of um, configuration in the dip where it would work. And I have no I have no idea if they make them anymore. I think so. I mean, I was, and that's like one of my favorite commercials from the early eighties. <laughs> magic shell, yeah, magic yeah, shell. Yeah, there was something like re- I mean, uh, it was chocolate it. with wood caulk. Well, it was it was magical. That, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, there's a shell. I'm in going to show you a trick. <laughs> I'm going to encase your ice cream cone in chocolate. Hang on a second. Nick just pulled up the commercial from 1980. Did you see who that first yes, person was? Yes, I did. Is that Rick Schroeder? No, no it's Oliver. That's man. cousin Oliver oh. from uh, from the Brady Bunch. I thought it was John Denver. The kid next to him is De Niro. Pretty much the same, but what? I have a Dairy Queen question. Um, <laughs> you sick son of a bitch! What were we talking about with the, uh, oh, the, the cherry dip? dip. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, did you mention blizzards? Did somebody mention blizzards? I did not. No, right, no you're just thinking of them as am I. Yeah. Somebody mentioned blizzards real quick. Hey, um, do you ever have a blizzard from a... <laughs> oh, I have a blizzard question. Oh, yeah. Um, can you get a blizzard in a cone? That's a good question. Because mm. I would like to, if not yeah. possible yet. No, I'm going to say... I'm going to go off Well, and here's say no. why. And, I, and I've, I've voiced this, um, my distaste for this in the past. Is At a town hall meeting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a... And you were in that helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> when you get something in a cup... Yeah. It uh oh boy you you don't get the whole experience when you get something in a cone you can then yeah, finish every drop of ice cream because you are consuming it in yeah. said cone uh, yes so I prefer oh my, my god you're my, worried about like the tiny worried. thin no, no, no. layer on the bottom of a cup that this you is, can't dump into your giant mouth this is the very essence of a first world mm. problem. And, I, but I enjoy all of the experience of every drop of ice cream. I don't think it's that. Huh? I, and, and let me pose this to you right. I, because you can get. Pretty much everything out of a cup using a spoon, but the last bite of the cone is very satisfying. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's uh, I it. think that's it. When you pop that yeah. last bit in your mouth and yeah. finish it off, and you know what? And you don't quite get that sensation when yeah. eating no. ice cream out of unless you eat the cup. A cup. Yeah. Agreed. So would you? Because then you got to you got to do a little scraping thing uh-huh. to get so, the last bit. But yeah. with, the, with the cone, yeah, yeah, pop it in. Yeah, done. You're exactly it. right. The entire dessert is consumed. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you don't consume. Is the little napkin you hold around the base. Yeah, yeah. or the little uh, condom they have around. The right. little paper right. condom yeah, thing. Paper condom. So would you call it a blizzone or would you call it a cone, conezard? I like oh, blizzone. blizzone. Yeah. Blizzone's good. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. yeah. A blizzone. Get, contact someone. Yeah. All right. Make that happen. I oh. love that. I think that they wouldn't, Nick, because I think it might, I don't, I think you've lose some integrity with, with the yeah. soft uh, um, ice cream. And then you have to retire comes, in disgrace. Then if it comes right out of it, I think it would fall apart. I don't know. I'd say I'm sure someone can whip one of those up for us at some point. We can go try it. I at, bet you nobody would bring us one right now. Probably not. <laughs> no, we, have we know somebody who owns a Dairy Queen. We do. We do. Yeah, from yes, Mulchworks. absolutely. Mulchworks. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. They, they own the DQ awesome. in Aston. No yeah, kidding. Five points. In yes. fact, they have one that has a wonderful uh, yeah. outdoor eating area. Yeah. With um, Yeah, it's cool. There's yeah. no way Andrew would bring his blizzards right now. <laughs> and what was no the name way. of that company again? Mulchworks uh, of yeah. Aston. Right. Commercial or uh, private? They're right. giving away free advertising. No, they sponsored the... They sponsor what? The Bizarre Fox. This is outlandish. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do another movie clip. All right. If you can identify 
this one, and I want to see if we can find another prize. I really want to play one from last week. We have a whole box of stuff over there. (laughs) 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 Keenan's. How strong is your rectum? Dude, I can't believe some of the stuff over there. There's some... It's for, our, it's for our live yeah. broadcast. There's tomorrow. something there that I, 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 you'll have to see it tomorrow to believe it. Casey, do me a favor. Pull up uh, last week's, look under food clips. I got you. And uh, there's one that I want to play. Not this one. Uh, it's the one we didn't do. It. Yeah, it's that one. <clears throat> this one? Yep, that's okay. it. All right, if you can identify this movie, you win a prize. Here we go. Hey, are you hungry? Do you want some beans? Call we got the best French beans here. two yeah. dozen French Did police officers outside. Cry, I got to tell you, they're delicious. They wanted to bring you in. You want a bite? With the help of an American. Are you hungry? You want a bite? All right, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know what movie that is from. All right, order up. Here's another story. Uh, I know what I'm going to go ah. I thought about saving this for Survey Says. Uh-huh. But I'm going to do this now. In a survey of over 25,000 people, uh, what are respondents' number one baked potato toppings? What would you think the number one topping for a baked potato would be? I mean, if... Batter butter. Yeah. If you could only choose one, Kathy, would you go with sour? I don't like baked potatoes. Neither do I. Okay. Neither do I. But Why I, do you not like baked potatoes? I, I don't know. I, uh, what about mashed agree. potatoes? Nope. Nope. This was, this no, was I year, like mashed potatoes. Years ago, I realized this. Um, on It was a holiday, either Christmas or Thanksgiving, and I you know, put food on my plate, and I'm like, every year, why do I put the mashed potato? It's not worth it. I don't really love them, and I would always put it on my plate and eat it, it's but symbolic I didn't, for me, I didn't like it, yeah. so I, I stopped, and I, I, I don't love them. French fries? French fries, yeah, of course. Okay. What about and, like and, roasted yep, potatoes? Love that. Okay. What about fingerling potatoes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I love fingerling potatoes. <laughs> that is a throwaway line from uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah. Preston. I love that. It's, it's, it's Timothy Chalamet. Uh-huh. Oh, if, if I love, I will set it. <laughs> yeah. If I love fingerling potatoes, we could have used that in the context. Yeah, we could. We'll do it down the road. All right. So, uh, no, number one at 55%, by the way, way out in front is butter. Yeah. Where does sour cream fall? If I could pick only one, it would be sour cream. I'm all about that. It's second place with 25%. I don't like baked potatoes. I like potato skins, you know, with the cheese and the the, the bacon and that sort of stuff. I like um, steak fries and regular fries and these kinds of things. And And sometimes a sweet potato, which is very similar. Yeah. Uh, All right, so hang on. Um, You know, the funny thing is that uh, we talked about the nutritional aspects of sweet potato fries versus or sweet potatoes and potatoes and a lot of times you think well i'm gonna go the healthy route i'm gonna have a sweet potato it's almost indistinguishable sure. yeah yeah yep. back in the day i used to never eat the uh the outside no 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 the outside of the of the baked potato the skin, the skin. yeah the skin but now you eat the whole thing right like it's got um, vitamins sure yeah, yeah. yeah. like an apple i don't really care about the vitamins it's more so I think it's vitamin A. Yeah. I think they call it the jacket sometimes, yeah. too. On the, uh, Take um, off your pants. And jacket. And jacket. Uh, uh, quick so question. Uh, you heard, have... And the third one, by the way, is uh, shredded cheese for 10%. Yes. What about you... bacon? Is that on the list? Yeah. It is the one of the least ah. common favorite baked potato toppings, which I am surprised at. Because every restaurant offers ha- it. Offers it. Well, yeah. It's a potato skin thing, though. They'll, yeah, they'll, that's, they put that's bacon, very yeah. popular. Yeah. If you eating, it's... Ill-advised to eat a raw potato, correct? Uh, I've eaten them uh, plenty of times. I don't know. I, I always, like them. And I, I used was, to eat them all the time when I was a kid. I always heard that it was you. Sh- you need to cook them or prepare them. Uh, I don't think there's. I don't think you can get sick from them. Can uh, you get pregnant? Sick? No. Um, 
we yeah we would take a little bit of salt and just put it on the raw potato. One of my favorite childhood memories is sitting in the kitchen while my mom was like slight, uh, cutting up potatoes for yeah. mashed potatoes, and I would take them maybe throw a little bit of salt on it. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Steve, let me ask you a sweet potato question. Sure. Wait um, on. Oh, this question. So oh here's here's in my mind right now when Preston was discussing these different topics. When I think about a uh, either a regular potato or a sweet potato, fresh out the oven, and then you crack it open a little bit on the top. When you put butter on top of that sweet potato, mm. like that is delightful. See, I, you know, the, the funny question, thing is, I don't like sweet is, potatoes. Which, oh. okay. Oh, all right. I like sweet potato. Well, I, like I know, fries. I know. You like the fries. Yeah. So that what I'm thinking in my brain is when you when you crack yeah. that some bitch open and then you put the butter and a little bit of salt on there, it's almost like a fry. And my question is, do you have a preference? You know, I'll, I need to try that then. At, you, at your, um, you've painted such a uh, enticing picture of that culinary experience. I might have to try it that. I'll way. bet you it's the texture that you it don't is, like about it. A lot it. of it is a the baked, texture. Um, a baked sweet potato yeah. because it's got kind of, and, and this is not the right word, but it's a little slimier than a um, yeah, almost like gummy. Yeah, than a um, uh, than a regular potato, than a, like, an, a russet, uh, like a russet, like a russet red It's kind of like giving oral sex to a hobo. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Um, so, all right, hang on a second. Uh, is a yam close to a spe- sweet potato? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so by the way, the the other uh, least common favorite baked potato topping are chives or scallions. I, I like see, all those. Yeah, that's I, like uh, the sour cream, the chives, scallions, and yeah. then bacon. I feel like that's what's like on menus. Yeah. You know, the prepared potatoes, though, whether it be mashed potatoes or, uh, you know, it's very versatile. I like all the iterations uh, except for the classic ba- baked potato. Do we know a potato guy like we know the mulch guy? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, uh, Smart Arches. They have a potato farm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was corn. Corn, corn hub. hub. Oh, yeah, corn hub. Yeah. You know what? I um, This is going to be controversial, but I, I have a, uh, and it's a potato dish. Of I course. love eating baby heads. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't love pierogies. <gasps> I'm going to tell you this. I think, I think they're okay. I've never had a pierogi where I was like, dude, that is like amazing. There's Why a pierogi that... place on Henry. Yeah. Why is that controversial? Because I know that you guys like pierogies. And, and I. That's um, what caused World War One. It, no, I uh, like them, but I don't like go go, you know, crazy. Oh, I love them. I That's love like them. I'd rather that than any potato. What, what about a knish? They, they taste like mashed potatoes in pasta to me. Mm, so no. I'm surprised you like those. Mm-mm. What about knishes? No, I don't know what that is. But, it's like a larger pierogi. Yeah, right? yeah. Potato knishes are good. I haven't with, had one in with mustard. Ages. What about with mustard? I haven't had one with mustard. Yeah. No, I have a sour cream. Um, is it latkes or latkes? Lockers, uh, lockers. That's that's like uh, uh, thin and fried. Those are really good too. It's like potato pancakes. Lockers. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Let's see if we can get an answer. I think we've explored this. Yeah. For the uh, the movie clip, the food clip. Here we go. Let's see if you know what this is. Hey, are you hungry? Do you want some beans? Call. They got the best French beans. Here. There's two yeah. dozen French police try. officers outside. Try. I gotta tell you, they're delicious. They wanted to bring you in. You want a bite? With the help of an American. Are you hungry? You want a bite? All right. Let's go to Brendan. See if he knows what movie that's from. Brendan. Hey, hey bud. gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure, uh, sir. All right, what movie, please? Is that Catch Me If You Can? Sir, yeah. it is. Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. You got it, buddy. Hang on the line. We are going to give you a case of Victory Motel Paloma, and you got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and out now, Victory's Motel Paloma. All right, let's do another one here. Uh, we're going to talk about breakfast. Steve, you sent me this uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Denny's 
brought back its iconic Super Slam breakfast this month to celebrate its 70th anniversary, but it is far from the largest breakfast to grace American fast food menus. Some of these meals are enormous. Um, I only highlighted two of them because they're, the other ones are from chains that I'm not familiar with. Right. But um, the enormous menu item that is hailed as America's biggest breakfast includes... Two buttermilk pancakes, two eggs, two bacon strips, two sausage links, and crispy hash browns. I mean, that's... It's not actually... It's not crazy. I've seen big. worse. Yeah. Um, so, it is, however... And, by the way, it's available until June 20th for $9.99. Um, and it comes in calorically at 1,950 calories. <laughs> Uh, but there are some other goodies. It's in my zone. Uh, the other big caloric ones are Waffle House's All-Star Special. And that includes two scrambled eggs, which you can add a slice of cheese to each, toast and jelly with grits, hash browns, sliced tomatoes, a waffle, and a choice of bacon, sausage, or city ham. Yeah, I always order the Crisco Disco, which you, is a lot of calories. You can also go for grilled onions, American cheese, jalapeno peppers, grilled mushrooms, Burt's chili, and sausage gravy can all be added, as well as pecan, chocolate chips, or butter, uh, peanut butter Christ. chips to the waffle. And that comes in, depending on what all you get, it costs you $12. But if you top it off with everything, 2,770 calories. <laughs> So I'm took, not a big breakfast dude. I took my wife and, and sister to, when, when I go to Florida, I always go to Waffle House for breakfast because it's close by where my sister lives. And, and it's Waffle House. And it's Waffle House. I love going there. My sister and wife were not impressed no? uh, with Waffle House oh. when I took them in because I think Rochelle ordered uh, some scrambled eggs with cheese. And it is a tradition at Waffle House that when you get your eggs and you order cheese on it, they just throw a slice of American cheese, right. a full slice on top of your eggs. It looks stupid, <laughs> but it's a tradition, and, right, and, yeah. and, and they look at it and they're going, "You're kidding me, right?" Uh-huh. And I'm like, "No, that's how it's it's been. I like that, it's been done this way since the beginning of time, since the dawn of time at Waffle House." And it's just one of the little endearing qualities. They thought it was disgusting. Waffle House, listen, it's but also the actual waffles. Go have waffles, really good. Uh, what are you gonna have lobster really at good. Waffle House? I've never had a bad, and I've I've been to Waffle House maybe like three or four times in my life. Every single time has been great. All right, then the other breakfast to mention is IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. It's, it's throughout the world, it's international. I'll tell you this: um, I've always loved Waff, uh, uh, IHOP, but I'm a fan of their burgers. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the world famous pancake a combo, uh, which will cost you sixteen ninety nine, includes uh, the choice of two of any other huge range of pancakes. Two well, eggs, eleven thousand calories for sixteen bucks. Two <laughs> eggs, uh, two custom cured hickory smoked bacon ribs. What? Uh, that's what it says. Or two pork sausage links and golden hash browns. Uh, but it only it it tops off at eleven hundred calories. Bad. So Not that's bad. that's actually the lowest of the lot. And it's the most expensive of them all, too. It's $16, dollars okay. Well, it's international. You're talking yeah, about all that true. travel. Yeah, they have to import that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. We're I, getting our we get our sausage links from Thailand. Yeah. I have a question about calories and and I don't know if you guys are going to know the answer to this, but like calories and the sense of uh, being full. Um, 
Like, does, does that have, do no. calories have anything? Probably not. Okay. Not no. Really. I, I, think about it. The one thing you just said was 1,900 calories. Yeah. Like, if somebody could. Well, and think think about, like, sugar and things like that. While right. that's calorically very, very high, right. it's not it that won't fill you up. Yeah. That's right. why I eat nothing but just raw sugar. Sugar, straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then what component in food, quote, unquote, fills you up the most? Is the most efficient. Helium. <laughs> what is the most efficient as far as, like, is it protein is it well that's a loaded question because you almost have to train your body to be filled by you know if you're if you're somebody that eats a lot of carbs and you just all of a sudden switch to eating protein you're gonna be you're gonna feel hungry you're gonna have to wait for your body to adjust pasta fills you up uh, so that you know but it uh quickly like i think you I, i always get very full quickly on pasta but i i i won't hold on to that sense of being full for a long time. Right. Kathy's absolutely right about training yourself. So, you know, I've gone through a weight loss program this, you know, first four months of the year. Yeah. And I, you know, at first, yeah, I'm hungry and, yeah. and, and I'm, it, I'm not eating as much as I used to. And my body needs to acclimate to that. And it takes some time. And then after a while, what used to not fill you up at all does the job. No problem. It, it is a lot of it that's psychological. Yeah. You know, and the way you perceive it and the way you perceive yourself feeling when you're full. I mean, so that's, isn't Ozempic basically doing that? It's basically makes you feel, feel full. full. Yeah. yeah. Um, and by oh, the way, oh, oh, Ozempic. If you do eat food, if you eat a plate of food and you're enjoying the experience and you think you can eat more, if you stop and step away for a while, yeah. you're going to find that you're satisfied with the amount that you ate. That's where, like, my wife's uh, dad... Like, he'll eat a plate of food, and then he'll immediately go back and fill up another plate and eat it right then. And then he'll go back again and do one more. And I'm like, if you just stop after that first one and walk away, you're going to be satisfied. So you know what I do? So, for example, if my my management of that and the caloric intake, if I'm at Golden Corral, I start a brawl with the people behind me. Yes. Uh-huh. And then immediately I'm not thinking about food anymore. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, thinking about getting out alive. And you're getting some exercise. Yeah, absolutely. You're building up an appetite. All right, gang. Got to close your, up your shop. Bell's yeah. a little in there. Close up shop. Well, there was somebody that could answer your question, but... Um, do we have time? We don't have time, do we? Casey? Let's go to Kenny real quick. All right, Casey wants to know. Real quick, we'll go to one thing. Hi, Kenny. Good morning. Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing? Good, buddy. All right, real quick. Casey, what's your question? My question is, what um, component in, in food uh, fills you up most efficiently? Most efficiently. So, so protein has four kcals per gram. Ca- um fat has nine kcals per gram and carbs has four so essentially fat is going to fill you up the most and the fastest so fatty foods like bacon sausage those things will end up having more calories and fill you up the most okay all right there you go it makes it makes total sense by the way kenny is a nutrition specialist right Ah. so hence his qualifications also is a former radio host in st louis uh no that was me oh Oh. yeah all right uh thank you kenny appreciate it bud all right that's it for connoisseur Hope you enjoyed. I had more movie clips. We don't have time to get to them now, but right. we'll, we'll do them next week. Yeah, absolutely. On our mission to stop people from hating the segment. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And comedian Andy Haynes will be in our studio. Punchline through the weekend starting tonight. We'll be back. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? The Bears weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town. Movies to see. Exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. Prestonandsteve.com. 
now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So our next guest will be at Punchline uh, not only tonight but tomorrow and Saturday. One show tonight and then two shows on the other nights, I believe. Uh, tickets available at punchlinephilly.com. And we're happy to have him here. Andy Haynes is in the studio. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to have you here. And uh, our first time meeting. So yeah. welcome to Philadelphia. Thank you. You've been here before, I assume. Yeah, I actually kind of grew up in Kennett Square. Did you? Yeah. How many, how many years ago? Uh, that would be the late 90s. Okay. Yeah, my dad moved out there when I was like 10. So Originally from Seattle? Yeah. Okay. But spent some time in the mushroom capital of the world. <laughs> yes. That's true, yeah. yeah. Did you acclimate to the smell quickly? I loved it. I okay. loved that smell. Yeah. Very fart anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is actually right. You're, you're completely absolved. There's never any problem with that. I. It's it's an interesting thing. I, I don't think I've ever caught the full bore smell. Oh, man, I did one time. Have you? Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. It takes over. It's like it you're, does. You're pod people. You just, <laughs> yeah. It gets in your bones, and then you're you're just a mushroom. So how long were you there? I guess that was middle school, a little into high school, but I never like lived there full-time. Didn't go to school okay. there. Oh, okay. okay. But, uh, we'd spend summers, holidays, things like that. I loved it. It was a great, great place to be a kid. Do you go to Longwood Gardens? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Kidding the fountain show? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you know your stuff. Yeah. yeah. I wish I smoked pot at that time. <laughs> yeah. Been great. Seems like the best best place to ever. Totally. Uh, yeah. Well, since uh, you know we don't know a whole lot about you, since we haven't had a chance to meet uh, in person, but uh, besides growing up around here, what's a little bit? What, what's your thing? What do you enjoy? What's what's part of your your life that you? Well, I was actually really interested by this fuel spill. I was going to say, maybe we should go, where is that again? You want to go help out? Yeah, I want to no, get some fuel. <laughs> it's very costly. Yeah. And any way you can get it is... Well, I, I do know, going back, uh, doing uh, research on you, you um, you were on a track, I guess, and I don't know if this is bogus, but you were pursuing a, uh, a career in skiing, right? You were going to become a... I was like, I wanted to be a professional skier. So is that embellished school. a little? It's yeah. a little embellished. Um, I've come to terms with the fact that I was never really in the in the picture. Um, really? Yeah. Because I I was like standing. I was I was better than anybody who skis casually. And then I was standing. I'd moved to Lake Tahoe. I wanted to do the whole thing. So you're all in. Yeah, and yeah. then I was, I was 18, 19 years old. I was standing above a road gap, which is where you jump over, like, a two-lane highway. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. And um, I was just thinking, I want to get over <laughs> right. the road. And everybody around me was like, I'm going to do a backflip. I'm going to do a 720. <laughs> and I was just, it realized in that moment, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have, you were injured a couple of times, significantly? Not, I mean, I blew out both yeah. my knees. I got a bad back because of some compression. Right. But, you know, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> I can still, I can still make love. Which is there you go. The important. Do you ski anymore? Do you yeah. ever, do you ever go do it? Yeah, I always do like a couple uh, trips a year, like line up some comedy. I actually got into a sweet spot this year because I went out with, they do a, a show in Salt Lake every year with uh, Ari puts it together. Ari Shafir? Yeah. yeah, Steve Ranasizi, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis. Oh, and uh they do it Wise Guys and then take all the proceeds of that and don't give them to charity. We put them into a ski trip. So. <laughs> oh, that's smart. That's At smart. least you're honest. Where's your favorite yeah. place to ski? I really like Utah. Uh, Jackson is great. Uh, Whistler. Um, I actually really uh, 
Banff, Lake Louise is pretty awesome. Yeah. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That and was I don't really ski. Awesome. I just want to go there, yeah. You know, it'd be a good time to go skiing right now because all the mountains are open. It's been the craziest ski- snow year right. of history. And so, like, Mammoth is open until August. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you can just go ski in a T-shirt. I, I have some friends that live in Tahoe, and um, they, they, it's the craziest winter that they can ever remember. And, um, it, you know... And, and, like, people that go hiking there in the summertime, they're going to have to deal with mountains of snow that are just going to linger throughout the entire year. Yeah, they're not going to go hiking. They're, they're not. Gonna, yeah. Or they're going to go snowshoeing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the footage of the, oh, I forget where it was, but he was skiing along, and apparently there was a crevasse right under him and fell down into oh, this yeah. ravine. Yeah. And yes. to me, I, when I look out at large open fields of snow... You think safety? <laughs> uh, any any near near misses on the death front uh, while skiing? Because everyone who skis a lot has some sort of brush with potential death. I mean, I definitely towed that line. I never ran into a crevasse or had a big avalanche or anything like yeah. that. But I was. I was around all that stuff. I know a bunch of people that have passed away. Not funny, but um, you, let's keep it light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's right there. I was just, I was a jerk kid. You know, I'm just this punk. Right. I never thought that you put on these things called peeps, which is just yeah. a transponder to mm-hmm. keep, like, if you get buried, everybody around you can find you. Um, I can remember we would go and ski the backside of of the mountain that we skied wow. down to the highway at night. You could go over the back of it. in At night? Yeah, at night. And it was lit up by, like, the surrounding area. And I can remember seeing stuff sliding around me and being like, if we get lost out here, it's it's game <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never I never took uh, that safety uh, serious <laughs> enough. I could have been dead like right, 10 times. Right. But do you live in New York now? I live in New York City, Okay, yes. so uh, like, not like Long Island, because we have a new intern who's wearing a Hofstra shirt, and you would mention something about Long Island. I wasn't sure if that's where you lived. No, I would never live there. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I live many years on Long Island, and I have not been back in a tremendous amount of time. I, I don't... It is so nightmarish getting in and out of New York. Paying what you have to pay to cross the Verrazano is so criminal. I I, I scream for about 30 minutes after going through the toll booth. It's just ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. I have no idea how people do. Like, you know, if I go out and play like Governors. Governors, yeah. Whatever city that is. uh, It's it's Hicksville, I think. yeah, Yeah, it's like Hicksville. It's like it's like a two or three hour drive to go like 25 miles <laughs> it is so people you all you'll understand this uh, yeah the it's so traffic here is bad certainly in any major metropolitan area you're gonna have bad traffic but when you get stuck going in and out of the city i mean there is a there's a part of the belt parkway that crosses a drawbridge mm-hmm. and it not not like it's even it's a small moderate sized yacht with a decent sized mast will shut down traffic Going into Manhattan. Yeah, we got to get them in there. We got to let them. We got to get that yacht in before the commute starts. It's criminal. Yeah. So, it's but, so poorly designed. Yeah, so when you're booking your year out, um, I, do you have? I assume you have like a manager or something like that, or I don't know if you do that for I'm, yourself. I am uh, currently like a, a solo okay. uh, endeavor. I have had managers and stuff in the past, but uh, you know, you can basically do the same thing now. I with assume social you, media. You take client. Uh, uh, what's what I was going to? I was saying client, but uh, climate into account when you're when you're booking these things because we've had people in before where they're like yeah i make sure that like i do like the south in the in the winter right, and, right, right. you know but because uh, you, know, you had mentioned skiing with like uh gills and stuff like that but do you take all of that stuff into account when you're when you're sort of trying to book your your months and your years in advance 
I mean, I I like to. There's definitely like places I avoid, and I'm definitely going to jump on anything warm. Right. But uh, sometimes you just gotta you gotta take the bullet. You gotta go to Cleveland <laughs> in January and just right. hate life. Well, the money's good enough. Yeah. Well, you're living in New York. Your wife writes for SNL, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Rosebud. I'm sorry. Um, Baker. Yes. Yes. So um, that's got to be cool. And that's was that 20. 22 she got the gig yeah she's been there for like a year and a half and uh it's actually interesting because um well they're on strike right yeah, now, yeah. So she's not doing anything uh well she's in italy right now what a bitch <laughs> uh, <laughs> his president's wife just went to italy <laughs> yeah, she's just there but my wife is actually six months pregnant oh, so congrats. um yeah we're gonna have a baby in the fall and then um i'm gonna be like She's going to go back to SNL, and I'm going to be like a domestic goddess. <laughs> well, excited about it. everyone knows a writing gig on SNL is a demanding job. So while she was doing it, I assume you rarely saw her, correct? Yeah, because I actually, I was working in yeah. England. I was in England for last summer and fall, and then I was on the road when I got back. And then she's there six days a week, 12 hours a day. So so when did you get time to make a baby? <laughs> it's like a one shot. It was just like we had a window. I, I, when I, I didn't even remember. I was like, are you sure it was me? And, uh, yeah, I guess January. Yeah, yeah. So six months pregnant is your first, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you had to think about it first. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, ski lodges. How <laughs> are you ready? Do you, you know? No, not at all. Yeah, right. I'm a I'm a road warrior. I'm yeah. You know, and I I live uh, I live off of the land. <laughs> is that <laughs> you, you live off the land? Yeah. Is wow. that concerning to you at all? Because you don't seem when you when you when you've spoken of it here, you seem pretty confident, and you know. Well, here's the thing. My wife is wildly successful. And uh, she also comes from a family, uh, you know, a dynasty of the the Bakers, former Secretary of State. Is that oh, right? What's wow. James Baker? Yeah, that's my grandfather-in-law. Uh, no yeah. way. Wow. And so I'm, dude. Yeah. His money, his name is literally on money. Yeah, he was the James. He was the uh, Secretary of Treasury for Reagan. Yeah, for yeah, Reagan. And then, and then he then worked he in the Bush administration and state for. Yeah, I Holy met him like, three weeks ago for the first time. I was totally. Was that intimidating? Yeah, for sure. For him, I'm sure. Yeah. He was, yeah. Andy Haynes, oh my God. Meet this. He's like, don't use this in your act. You don't. You got to understand this guy lives off the ground. He's, he's a free thinker. Yeah, I think he was going into it and he was like, when I broke down the Soviet Union, I use these skills. I'll take them into meeting my grandson-in-law. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to understand how James Baker's granddaughter ended up working at SNL. Like, that just does not seem linear at all to me, but... Maybe there's just there is no linear connection. I think she just you know she was like uh, wanted to be a creative person, got yeah. into theater, failed at theater, I, I think went that, into stand up. It's the, it's the Lori Loughlin reaction to your you know the the, the those who came before you. You you want to be footloose, you know, and so exactly. you you go in a different direction. Rosebud is a cool name. Is is that her actual name? And I that, assume it has Citizen Kane. You know what they would they everybody thinks it's that yeah. but I actually think her dad Jamie is a Grateful Dead fan and that is uh, ah. that's Jerry's guitar. Well, let wow. Me, let me I ask love you. That. You that's cool. uh, you did a little bit of van living for a while? That was like a that was a very misguided <laughs> tour I did last year where I was like I'll you know I'll go do all these mountain gigs in these in this van. And then I got the van, and it was rear-wheel drive, which if you drive oh, in the snow, you man. know it's, <laughs> it's not good. awful. Yeah. And it was also unheated. 
Well, that's a big mistake. Yeah, so I, it, like, you, they gave me, like, a heater with an extension cord, like, just like a space heater, and they're no. like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> when the police find you, yeah. <laughs> just return this. We know people, actually, who have a, an actual um, uh, Instagram account, and they, they're, they're known as the van life people, and they, they're extraordinarily good at it. They mod the vehicles, and even they, though, now have grown a little bit sick of it, and they're coming off the road, but... It's all about space management and all that stuff. Did, did you actually mod the van yourself? No, it's like a, there's like a company you can just rent them from. Oh, okay. never in my life have I heard of any vehicle ever made that does not have a heater in it. It just takes the heat from the engine and yeah. redirects it. Well, it had that, but I can't like go to bed with the with heater. The fumes, oh, yeah, okay, I see you. Yeah, all right, it I wasn't got you. like that awful. All right, it's just a, you know, it's like a Ford Econo van or whatever. Oh, right, like, right. modded out. Right, but um. It was like late March of last year, and I thought it was going to be great. I had my little dog with me. I got like a 10-pound Chihuahua mix, Aww. and it was seven degrees. <laughs> no. I had to put the... I'd put the dog in a down suit and then shove her to the bottom of my zero-degree sleeping bag. Yeah. God. It was, it was, God. Yeah, it was awful. It was a horrible, horrible choice. Wow. And I ended up sleeping in hotels most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Van life is best when you're sleeping in a hotel. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, wow. Also, you don't realize, like... You're not supposed to sleep in that air, you know, like yeah. your own air. It doesn't circulate. <laughs> so it was escape camper vans. Yeah. Yeah, I follow them on Instagram, and uh, and it's a really interesting company, but I didn't know that they didn't have heat at <laughs> yeah. night because I've, uh, I've wanted to use them for, like, some um, road trip adventures out west. And it's a cool, like, the, all their vans are painted in unique ways, and uh, it is a cool company. Do uh, it for the summer. Yeah. Do it in the summer. <laughs> okay. Good <laughs> not advice. In the dead of winter on a ski excursion. Yeah, it was very okay. dumb of me. <laughs> I almost didn't make it because of the real world drive. Like, if I hit a storm, all of a sudden I'm, like, spinning out on I-70. It was nightmare. Well, so no more of that. Or would you would you revisit it later on? You know, there's the classic thing of, like, the Albert Brooks Lost in America, RV, CDC America. Would you consider that later on down the road? If somebody wants to pay me to drive around <laughs> the U.S. in a van with my baby and my dog, sure, I'll do that. All right. But I'm not... I'd rather just stay in a hotel and be rich. <laughs> yeah, it's a good goal. Absolutely. Uh, you've brought up something in your act, and I'm not, I don't want you to betray a, a lot of it, but uh, it is a revelation that I've um, come around to recently, um, the, the, the reemergence of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a, a company called Outer Isle, and I get um, cauliflower um, bread, basically. Yeah. And um, this, And people, when I mention this, and they'll, they'll like recoil, like what? what? You know, and and but w- was what was your was it cauliflower pizza that made you realize there this was cauliflower new- uh, like buffalo wings or whatever? <laughs> oh, you know, like yeah. they do yeah. a couple. Yep, because I, I I haven't ate, ate meat since like nineteen ninety eight or something. like okay. that. Okay, I'm not. I don't care if you eat meat, but I just stopped right. eating meat. And then I miss things like that. I actually like the texture of it, the jerky, all of, right. you know, the crappy versions of meat. <laughs> and uh, then when those came out, I was like, this is amazing. And then I started to see it everywhere. It was in tortillas, and then it was yeah. like breading. And, and pasta. pasta. There's a ton of pasta. That, is- that joke went viral in a way where cauliflower companies just started sending me their products. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of our Outer Isle? I have not heard of Outer Isle. Yeah, yeah. Outer Isle heard of the Cala Power. Cauliflower. No. No. Yeah, they sent me like, I have like cauliflower shirts. I have cauliflower cookbooks. Like cauliflower, like that stress ball, but it's shaped like a cauliflower. I've not seen that. Yeah, Is I it- just hate 
raw cauliflower. I love cooked cauliflower, but I can't do raw that or, like or dipping it in. Uh, no, like I can't a, do it. Okay. I don't like that or, or broccoli. Oh, I yeah. Like yeah. It. yeah, I can do broccoli, but raw cauliflower that's like a special kind of hell. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is that it, it, cauliflower is having its moment, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting to me because I, I follow a lot of different comedians on Instagram, and so that bit will um, be posted and shared in many ways that are not. That don't give you credit. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, does that piss you off? Not so much. I mean, it's like you're going to, if you're getting out there, somebody's going to find you. I think stand-up's so pervasive right now that um, you just keep on trudging away. The, the internet is, I constantly see it come up. You know, I have a tweet that went viral. I haven't had a lot of, like, viral moments. Right. But I had th- this last year, the, the cauliflower went viral. And then I had this tweet. I was in Paris, and I ordered an oat milk latte. Because I'm like a sissy. (laughs) uh, The waiter didn't say anything but no. He just went, no. (laughs) And that's just, I just wrote that down. I was like, I'm in Paris. I ordered no milk latte. They said no. (laughs) And it's gotten millions and millions of shares. And it's like people are in like Western civilization arguments, you know, like in my mansions and things like that. Yeah. Do, do you even care why something would go viral? Or is it just like, well, they love the cauliflower thing, you know? Or No, I mean, I do think that's like one of my better jokes. I wish that's okay. kind of like been my... I go like, how did I write such a clean joke? <laughs> it, it was so available to the masses. Right. It's, um, it's funny how something pierces that. I mean, yeah. there's no hard and fast rule to it. That's why when people say... Well, generate viral content that'll go viral. It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's like, you know, capturing lightning. Unless you're Tesla, there's there's no, you know, it's almost impossible to say this is, here's a calculated event to go viral or a bit or a, a line. You don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's funny. I'm sure you guys know about it working in the entertainment business as well. It's like sometimes I, I work, I do like freelance stuff for companies sometimes. Right. And they'll be like, we just want to create like a viral moment. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. okay. Okay, well, that's great. Let's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's pray. <laughs> it's not that easy. I have a friend named Trevor, and he he's the guy that took um, a fo- the photo from Fire Festival where it was just the... Do you remember this? It was like the bread and yeah, the lettuce yeah, yeah. and the tomato. Yeah, and he was there, and he, it, he was just snapping a photo and put it up on his Twitter, and then all of a sudden it started gaining some traction. And now, however many years later, I still see it floating around. Whenever that festival's mentioned, you'll see that picture of that that horrible... How was the sandwich? It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was very bland. Yeah, we never got a review on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it was, I guess, sort of like you telling a a cauliflower joke, like where you've crafted a joke there, but all Trevor was doing was taking a picture and putting it up on his uh, his Instagram. You couldn't design that. No, and I think, you know, that's what you hope for in this like landscape right now but the the thing is is that i like is that i've been doing this a long time so whenever that moment comes it's like i'm I'm ready for it a lot of guys are gonna get that where they're like two three years into comedy and then you know media is gonna like be like we gotta get this guy out (laughs) there and he's like you know five minutes of jokes yeah right had that one joke go amazingly right you've done uh, commercial acting as well I've done, I was in a Rent-A-Center commercial. Oh, Rent-A-Center. Yeah. That's a concept that's always eluded me, that um, you, I'm going to rent this chair, um, and then you end up paying pretty much close to what you'd pay to buy the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's called a credit card, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just can't imagine uh, owner number two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want the... 
whoever's renting furniture, I don't want their second hand. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? This yeah. Is, things are not going well in the rent-a-center <laughs> house. No offense to anybody renting their furniture, but, right. you know, it doesn't seem ideal. But they're all over the place, the yeah. rent-a-centers. They're doing well. Uh, is that so? You have, and I, I think you even have made mention of it in an interview where you have a very, um, so you have a good applicable face for the every guy in, in commercials. And, there, and you, there's a guy who made, uh, who was super successful, a guy named Squire Friedel. I, I don't know if you're, he wrote the know. book on how to do, how to be that guy. Yeah. How to be the guy at the rent center I want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we, that's something. Make great money. Yes, so. yeah. You still get residuals from the rent center No, that was, that was uh, non-union. That oh, was, oh, really? I got yeah. It was actually pretty cool because it was my first commercial. And then, you know, they wrote me like a nice big check. And then I forgot about it because, you know, you're just like, well, this is out there. Right. I'm sure it's dead, you know. And then one day I just went to my mailbox and they had renewed it and they just wrote me the same big check. Oh. Wow. And I'd never experienced that where it was just like go to the mailbox yeah. and have a, not life changing, but a nice <laughs> amount of money. It's crazy, though. Like, even on, we did a couple of, uh, we're friends with the It's Always Sunny guys. Yeah. And, and so we've been in, uh, we were in an episode, Preston, and every once in a while you get a check. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it was all a, the show business people. It's, yeah. it's funny because, like, you know, my wife uh, writes for TV and yeah. so she'll get her residual checks. And meanwhile, I'm like trying to pay off this credit card and then just a check that is my entire quarter of income just drops in her lap and she's like, oh, interesting. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Give me We're married. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was, it's kind of a, a, a dream of mine to be like the insurance guy. You, you know, yeah. or, or the guy that is always in the, the uh, yeah. mobile commercials, mo- you know, mobile uh, cell phone commercials. Yeah, or flow you know, or whatever. Something yeah. like this. Is, I, yeah. I, I bet Flo is in the tens of millions of dollars. She's probably that, yeah. that that's been going on for a long time. I know, and she's a, a comedian. It's been working for a long time. She was on the Goldbergs recently. I had a recurring role. Yeah, you get something like that. Or what about the AT and T girl? I want to be Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, uh, I, I think all of those people. It's like uh, golden handcuffs, though. I think. Oh, because you think I think so? If you, right. If you have creative uh, kind of pursuits, I don't think a lot of casting directors are like, oh, we can't put, everybody's going to see flow. They're going <laughs> to yeah. see flow yeah. on uh-huh. the screen. That's the Ozempic guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, exactly. want- you guys were talking about Ozempic. I'm doing yeah. uh, intermittent fasting. I'm, Likewise. You, you do? Yeah. Because my natural my natural eating schedule, I just realized I was doing it pretty much anyway, so I just got a little bit more austere. I do the 16-8. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, but... I was doing the thing where I, I would go home at night, and then it was just like the food, like marathon till yeah. you're <laughs> disgustingly full and asleep. Oh, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. So I just I stop at eight. Yeah, stop at eight, and then so I and I'm up at three thirty. Oh so I'm gosh. I'm actively instead of just I'm burning calories because I'm up and about. Yeah, and then I don't eat until one o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you stop sad. at eight when you? I mean, you're you work so late. Mm. Cocaine. Oh, no, that's, that's calorie. You know, you can't have Splenda, yeah. but you can have cocaine. Yeah, I don't eat meat, but I do do cocaine. <laughs> I'm non. I'm vegan, but aside from cocaine. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's actually uh, that. That's that's actually good for the program because they tell they say black coffee is good as well. Yeah, uh, because that helps accelerate your system. Cocaine's better. Yeah. Good. Yeah. way better. If you can get your hands on cocaine, yeah, it'll, a lot of calories. It, yeah, it'll yeah. knock out that coffee. <laughs> Actually, I'm curious how many calories are in a 
line of cocaine. In a line of coke. I don't know if you can ingest calories through your nose. Yeah. Well, that's true. I don't know. Have you ever snorted a fun dip? <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Yeah. And now you make a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, caloric, would you, would you be hit? I guess you would. It's going to go into the system. Yeah. Do you have a cheat day? Yeah. Well, so on the weekend, I, I, I loosen up a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll do, you know, and it's, but it's, um, do you, on the weekend, do you, uh... I cheat on my wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the calories. Uh, I'm concerned about the calories. Uh, no, yeah, I think the weekend, you got it. like, Preston just has his own program. He does at the beginning of the year. He does... Uh, about four months, right? Like you go cleanse? real intense. What's up? He cheats okay. on everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, like a cleanse or no, no, no. Just a uh, a mindful. I am going to be eat healthier and smaller portions and have a goal, a weight goal in mind. So yeah. I've lost twenty five pounds since uh, late January. So you know what's BS is? Um, I don't know <laughs> if you guys know this, but you, somebody in here has kids. Uh, when when your wife is pregnant, you get estrogen, right? Yes. Like, your estrogen levels go up. And I have been dieting since February. Mm-hmm. Been dieting, working out. I gained 10 pounds. What? Really? Yeah, I've been dieting and exercising since February, and I gained 10 pounds. And this is residually from her. Yeah, it's like it's like her runoff estrogen. <laughs> right. It's, it's going into my system. I'm getting, like, nice, like, handles and <laughs> under boob. It's, <laughs> it's such a nightmare. What do they call that? The sympathetic... Weight gain, or what, it, there's something. There's an I actual term for like that, that, where yeah. the 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 husband, the man, will as well put on a little bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want the baby to be confused and yeah. try to <laughs> feed teeth. off. Of right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It could happen accidentally. But wow. you're you're in shape to begin with. Obviously, you you come from athletics. You know, with the skiing and everything. I'm in decent shape. Like I'm always like physically fit. Yeah. But I've never had a body where like I was like gonna take my shirt off and yeah. show everybody. Right. You know? Yeah. It's always like, all right, here we please don't. You want yeah, that right. Iggy Pop physique. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I would love to take off my shirt and people to be excited about it. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be I'll awesome. Take it off and people are like, that guy should have his shirt off. Yes. <laughs> so my nephew uh is that way. Uh, he he's is, a bodybuilder. He is yeah. a uh not a uh, monstrous bodybuilder, but like more like a physique bodybuilder. Yeah. And so he was. Uh, he goes to the University of Alabama. And when he was pledging his fraternity, he was not allowed to wear a shirt. Really? Uh, yeah. And then not only that, but he also was tasked with taking different fraternity brothers to the gym every single day. And then they made him go to tailgates, and he wasn't allowed to wear a shirt during the tailgate. That's so awesome. It is. I can't uh, imagine how good his extracurriculars are. <laughs> Alabama being hot, man. Yep. That that's it. That seems like my Pornhub search right there. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, listen, Andy. We got to wrap, dude. But we thank you for coming by here Thanks this morning. Me. Yep. Uh, punchline. A string of uh, shows tonight at eight o'clock is one. Tomorrow seven thirty. Are there two shows tomorrow? Or just a one just show. One. Just one. It's, okay. Uh, we're we're taking it easy on Memorial Day weekend. All right. And, and then Saturday. Saturday. Saturday is uh, seven thirty nine forty five. And you can go to punchline at Philly com and he's a semi-native yes kennett square here yeah so. go birds welcome yeah. back yeah all right thank you appreciate it let's hear it for andy man andy haynes we're gonna take a break we'll come back in just a second be follow up stay with us wmmr 
Empire presents the I Bleed for President and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest President and Steve t-shirt, a window niche and tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required, so secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, it is brought to you by Sequoia Outback. And you can make your Decker Outside Space a source of comfort and pride. Shop the Memorial Day sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or decksupplies.com. In Louisiana, a 12-year-old boy was hospitalized Saturday after a speeding ice cream truck crashed into an apartment building. Aren't they supposed to slow down? Yeah. Police investigators say the driver of the ice cream truck was speeding when the driver ran a red light and then threw an apartment cl- a complex parking lot before crashing into the apartment building. Wow. The 12-year-old boy was inside the apartment when the truck crashed through. Come on, run, you little bastards. He was taken to the hospital and is reported to be in stable condition. The driver was also taken to the hospital, but his condition was unknown at this time. Police did not say why the driver was speeding through the area nor what charges he may be facing. And that investigation is ongoing. A Florida zoo has apologized for offering an encounter where visitors could pet a kiwi, New Zealand's <laughs> national bird, following outrage in the animal's home country. It what? says that it has stopped the practice. An online petition to help save uh, Peora, the nocturnal flightless bird at Zoo Miami, garnered more than 10,000 signatures in two days this week. Am I, am I missing something here? Is that considered bad taste? Well, video broadcast by New Zealand Outlet One News showed the creature taken out of its enclosure and firmly petted mm-hmm. as one of the zoo's up-close animal encounters, which is offered for $23.36. That seems fair. Just- <laughs> Jessica Christensen, the New Zealander who spotted the petition, wrote on the website that kiwis were precious, not American toys uh, or America's toys. Uh, the bird is so beloved by New Zealanders that the country, uh, the country's humans are often referred to as kiwis. Mm-hmm. And New Zealand Prime Minister Chris Hipkin, in a news conference yesterday, thanked Zoo Miami for stopping the encounter program. He said they were ready to go to war. Uh, they've acknowledged that uh, what they were were doing was wasn't appropriate or it wasn't right and wasn't fair to the kiwi. Just want to let you know we've stopped the practice with your stupid bird. So they they love the kiwis that much they in, do. in New Zealand. They are interesting. They should have sent a picture of them with the kiwi on a spit. <laughs> On a spit, <laughs> right. yeah. I also think they're endangered, and maybe that's the reason. That could be it. But it, it was, weren't they looking to raise funds to send a Kiwi to school or something? I don't know. <laughs> it very well could be. All right, airline baggage hacks are uh, rampant on social media, but this one in particular didn't fly. Jetstar Airways find Adriana Ocampo and Emily Altamura $40 after they tried to avoid paying the airline's baggage fee by donning more than 13 pounds of clothing each. Why Why would that be illegal? Uh, the 19-year-olds were on their way back to Adelaide, Australia from Melbourne after a girls' trip. Both of their bags were way over the weight limit of $15. 
uh, or I'm sorry, way over the limit of 15 pounds. So they decided to wear their clothes to avoid paying an additional fee. <laughs> if you showed up wearing that the, that clothing, okay, it's because I'm tired of the thing that occurs right in front of the ticket and luggage counter where the luggage gets opened up and suddenly they're trying to decide how to reparse everything mm. to avoid. The, it's, it's annoying. But if you show up wearing that clothing, that wouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah. I, I, that's a good question. I'm I mean, not really sure. I just, I, this is the way I dress. Ocampo was seen laughing in the video as a pair layered on layer after layer of T-shirts and jackets. Ocampo even stuffed an iPad in her pants. <laughs> well, that's a problem. Uh, she also had to pile on more clothes after her tenant said her baggage was still over the limit. And before we went on the flight, she said uh, they said, we're sorry, we can't let you fly like this. Uh, the girls were dealt an ultimatum, either get rid of everything on their body or pay a fine or miss the flight. They ended up paying the fine. Uh, I would imagine it could be a safety issue, like if something you know happened and they couldn't move quickly or move you know as they well, normally the same would. Could be said for someone who is incapacitated, or you know what I'm saying. That well, means, yeah, but I'm saying if 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 they if you tied their feet together, do they do that? And, no, but I'm just saying you know I'm just saying these girls were perfectly fine without the clothes. Yeah, okay. uh, though amused, the budget airline said that they had to be fair to the other passengers. They said while we, passengers, while we certainly see the funny side, we have limits to carry on to make it fair for everyone. A man has been arrested in connection with screws being intentionally placed along a busy road. For three weeks, highway workers have cleaned up hundreds of screws, leaving punctured tires and frustrations high. According to Charles Maycomer, the highway surveyor, he said, we've been finding an average of 30 to 50 screws every time we make a pass. Yeah, we got more screws out here. Uh, Maycomer says the screws were being dumped over a rough half-mile area. Just found a nine-inch nail. Uh, police arrested 56-year-old Peter Vescanellos, who lives in who lives on South Main Street, where the screws... Where the screws have been placed. So are cars riding over these screws? Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, I, I said there's been they've been leaving punctured tires oh, that and frustration okay. time. Uh, so in his car, uh, police said they found screws identical to those recovered from the road. Huh. Police said screws were found in the driver's driver door's compartment, and an open box of screws was behind the center console. It's frustrating. I was I had a couple years ago. I had to drive through this area that was under construction a couple of times. I think it was on the way to to Penn medicine and i got two flat tires sure yeah it's yeah. annoying uh crews have been using magnets to clean up the area three to four times a day and each time they come back and they find more the screws have damaged dozens of people's tires so he was doing it on purpose for whatever reason Bastard. to be a dick all right and then uh finally we will end with this one an alligator tried pulling off a rather peculiar stunt in coastal North Carolina when it crawled into a donkey pen and tried to blend in with the other donkeys. Tried to pass as a donkey. It happened in South Wilmington. That's species appropriation. Where alligators are native and known to roam the murky Cape Fear River. Uh, residents called about an alligator getting into her livestock. A resident called about an alligator getting into her livestock pen where her donkeys were, according to the sheriff's office. They said the alligator positioned itself next to the barn in the flower bed and would not move. Mm. She said the alligator has been on her property about five years in her two ponds, but now is causing a threat to her own livestock. And it's not known if the alligator was sizing up the monkeys or just exploring unfamiliar turf. <gasps> wow. But it is the height of alligator mating season right now. 
A photo shared on Facebook shows the alligator was about five feet long. Is that a donkey-gator? Which is smallish in a state where males can reach 13 feet and 500 pounds. A donkey-gator. Yeah, they got it on. Uh, the alligator was relocated safely into the wild, but they said it was funny that he was trying to blend in yeah. with the donkeys. And that is the last story for the Bizarre File. Let's take a break, come back in a moment. Don't forget Pencrest High School in Media, Pennsylvania. Yes. You're voting for the coolest teacher. If you go to school there, text the word teacher to three. 39333 and we'll send you the voting link. Lesson question, trash, music news, they're coming up next. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Looking for a relaxing getaway? The George Washington Wyndham Grand Hotel in historic Old Town Winchester, Virginia, is the perfect place to unwind. Located in the heart of the Shenandoah Valley, the George Washington Hotel offers all the charm and luxury of a bygone era. Treat yourself to a dip in the indoor Roman bath pool, services at Samaj Health Spa, or dinner and drinks at the Half Note Lounge. Explore quaint shops, restaurants, and entertainment venues within walking distance. Plan your stay today by visiting Wyndham George Washington.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning, looking good, feeling good, Lewis. Uh, and we have um, an exciting wrap-up to the week with our Keenan's Live broadcast, brought to you by Coors Live. want to thank those guys again for sponsoring this event year after year. Make it last-minute plans if you haven't made them already. Uh, to come and join us for that event tomorrow morning. And excited about the new T-shirts, too. Really excited. I, I love the way they look. We're giving away hundreds of them. Yeah, there's a lot. The first people that arrive, and we'll also have some, hopefully, to throw out into the crowd as well. But uh, I, I love it. I think it's one of the best shirts we've had. Uh, so it's in honor of 25 years of Preston and Steve Show, all told. Did you see Pancake shirt? I just got a glimpse of it. Oh. It's cool, right? He, did he have that made? No, he did it. He took the sh- he took the shirt the the twenty twenty five yeah the logo 20, the um and he he uh, tie dyed it I guess look at him doing bleach that's that's a totally different shirt no, I think it's not. no it's the same one is that the shirt. black shirt yeah from uh, yesterday yeah oh I didn't know you could tie dye it into a brown like that because yeah, so it's you, a black shirt yeah if you use uh, if you use bleach so um, don't <laughs> use too strong of bleach half bleach half water Dude. look at that and, how did you keep the the, the logo, logo, the logo. logo doesn't really change colors. Um, okay. You can't leave it on long. Um, but yeah, I want one like that now. <laughs> Make one for Preston if you wouldn't. You got mind. it. Charge yeah, him hundred bucks. I mean, listen, I have. Uh, I, I don't mind black t-shirts, but I have a lot of black t-shirts. I um, and I would like to modify it like that. The MMRBQ a couple years ago, it was so hot, and the shirt was black, and I was like, I can't wear a black <laughs> shirt. Right. I really can't wear this. So I, I, um, I. Just bleach the entire shirt and then tie dye it with some other colors. So if you tie dye it on top of this, the yeah. brown will will pick up those other colors. It's very creative. I've never done tie dye before. Is oh it easy? Yeah, we do it all the time. Really? Yeah, me and my kids. We uh, all I the have time. I have a whole kit. Kids love Clorox because uh, Jace was into it for a little while. I could bring it in if you want. We can right. do tie dye yeah. shirts, Preston. Yeah. All right. Well, that looks awesome. Thanks, Thanks for doing yeah, that. Well done, sir. Yeah. Thanks for wearing that. Our 25th anniversary T-shirt, uh, which we'll have a chance to get at Keenan's. Also, I don't know why I couldn't get 25th out of my mouth. I, know. I don't know. <laughs> 
Because it's your age and you get so I confused. know, I get yeah. like upset that I'm so old. Yeah, you're 25. almost 26. I know. And it's, it's hard yeah, to let go. Catch in your mouth. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we're going to give something else away. Lesson question prize. We have a pair of tickets. Actually, it's a pair of same day uh, ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood. And the question we're going to go with is whose corpse was featured in the original design for our 25th anniversary T-shirt. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No, uh, and that's why we rejected yeah. that first design. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Whose corpse was featured in the original design for our 25th anniversary T-shirt? If you heard it and you know the answer, then this is your time to call right now. We're going to do the trash while you're giving us the trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Brought to you this morning by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's is freezing up the flavor for your next coffee fix with their new cold brew frozen coffee. Sink your straw into the perfect pick-me-up with three great flavors, mocha, caramel, and cold brew. And you can get yours today. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jeff Bezos and his fiancée, Lauren Sanchez, enjoying his new $500 million yacht while vacationing in Ibiza, Spain. Sanchez says she initially played hard to get with Bezos, waiting all the way to the end of him saying, I'm a billionaire, before going down on him. Wow. Good Burger is returning to the big screen with uh, original stars Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell. Producers say the new movie will pick right up where the first movie left off with empty theaters and deep despair. (laughs) And finally, Flavor Flav showing his support for the striking Hollywood writers by joining the picket lines. Flav says he wishes he could write or even talk. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. We'll see if someone knows the answer to this. Whose corpse was featured in the original design for our 25th anniversary T-shirt? And I will go to David to see if we can get the answer. Hi, David. Morning. Hi there. Good morning. All right, David, whose corpse was featured in the original design for our 25th anniversary T-shirt? Mussolini. Mussolini, yes. We didn't like it. No, it didn't make any sense. It's a bad idea. Get that away from us. All right, David... We're going to give you a pair of same-day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers and Wildwood, and that's unlimited rides on three piers and both water parks, and it's also this week's big friggin' deal. You can get one same-day ride and water park combo ticket to Maury's Piers for just $70 available, actually until next week, I think. Ah. It's been extended. Uh, so details at WMMR.com, and you can use the word the keyword deal to get that. On the website. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Good boy. All right, brought to you this morning by Coors Light. Join us. The Preston and Steve Show, live from Keenan's North Wildwood, tomorrow for the official opening of Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill down the shore. We'll start with the sad news that we covered earlier in entertainment news that the legendary Tina Turner has died. She was 83 years old, and she died from uh, a long illness. She had had some uh, series of complications uh, throughout her life. Um, She was in her home with her husband, Erwin, near Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, She had battled cancer, strokes, kidney failure, uh, and all kinds of issues. So, she, um, she leaves a string of great music behind. Amazing. And we also have a, a couple of clips that she talked about, you know, mortality. And uh, okay. they, they kind of let you know she was in a good place. All right, Case, if you would uh, cue up the one about uh, being happy with her life. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. Here we go. I got on that plane. I took a deep breath and I said, it's over. I really felt like 
It's over, and I'm glad it's over. And I went home. People miss you, though, Tina. That's okay. <laughs> they, go, they can go and see. They can watch the videos. <laughs> but enjoy those. But I'm finished with it. Uh, that was her interview with Oprah, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And yeah. she was talking about retiring and, and loving her life post-retirement. Yeah. Uh, this is her talking about uh, her curiosity of death. Here we go. Even when it's time to leave and go to another planet, Excited about that because I'm curious. What is it about? Nobody can tell you because nobody has come back. I'm not excited about to die, but I don't regret it when it's time for me. I've done what I came here to do. I've got great friends. I have a great man in my life, and I'm happy. All right, well, there that's you go. Very good to know. Yeah. Um, as far as the music goes, uh, obviously she had uh, success with her and her husband Ike Turner. Uh, when they had hits like It's Gonna Work Out Fine and A Fool in Love and uh, the Phil Spector produced River Deep Mountain High, Nutbush City Limits. Uh, they had a huge hit with the cover of Credence's Proud Mary. Uh, they divorced in 1976 after yeah. years of physical abuse. A horrible life yeah. that, she, that she had with uh, Ike Turner. Uh, but her comeback in 1984 came via an album named Private Dancer. Peaked at number three, has sold a whopping 12 million albums globally. And that album featured uh, her three-week chart topper, What's Love Got to Do With It? We were playing that a moment ago. We're going to take the beginning of this song and do it <laughs> easy. Do it easy. Looking, yeah. And we're going to do it hard. Yeah. Rough. 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 That was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the uh, the album uh, Private Dancer uh, ended up getting Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Female Pop Vocal. And she had a string of hits in the 1980s. Actually, uh, for about a decade, from 84 to 93, uh, she had 13 top 40 singles. Amazing. And they included uh, Let's Stay Together, Better Be Good to Me. We have some of that, case if you would play some of that, um, I believe. I, I didn't get to start that from the beginning. Okay. Oh, yes, I'm touched by this show of uh, Better Be Good to Me topped out at number five. Private Dancer, uh, that made it to number seven. Uh, we Don't Need Another Hero from, yeah, from Bad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yep. Uh, that came in at number two. A uh, song that we were talking about earlier that I absolutely love is with uh, her duo with Brian Adams, It's Only Love. It's a great Another song. Another great song. And that's when she was crossing the uh, yes. lines between pop and rock. Absolutely. And uh, she had Typical Male. The Best was number 15, I Don't Want to Fight. So she just had so many great no songs. No Sad Bro. No Sad Bro was oh. in there somewhere. I don't know the details on that. Uh, and the movie, What's Love Got to Do With It, about her. No Sad Bro. But what's love got to do with it? Start off no, and then a little bit of sad's gonna creep in, and then you're gonna look at your bro, and he's gonna say no sad bro. Uh, but the movie What's Love Got to Do with It? It's uh, excellent. Was huge. It is such a great movie. One, uh, you know, um, Angela Bassett won Best Oscar for her portrayal as Tina. Uh, for Best Actress, and then uh, Lawrence Fishburne won Best Actor for his portrayal of Ike Turner. So you got 
best actor and actress in that same film. It's a it's fantastic. There's a great sequence in that movie uh, where she has this friend who sort of a uh, opens her up to things, and one of them being meditation. Yeah, and, and Buddhism. And, and yeah. the meditation turns her life around. Yes, very much so. So. Um, sad news. She is. Uh, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021, so she will always be celebrated. A couple of other things to mention in music news. Greta Van Fleet shared the official performance video for Sacred the Thread. Uh, the song is on the band's upcoming third studio album, Star Catcher, and that's due out on July 21st. Uh, frontman Josh Kiska said... I always like to think that some people's first impression of Greta Van Fleet concert in concert is, wow, these guys really like dressing to the left and blowing S up. Uh, the song is particularly important to me because it's about my jumpsuits, he says. <laughs> he went there on to go. say, uh, we didn't really have to force or be intense about writing because everything that happened was very instinctual. Uh, if anything, uh, the record is our perspective and sums up where we are as a group and individually as musicians. Billy Corrigan has taken a positive look at the development of AI technology in rock. Oh, Billy. And has ultimately decided the positive outweighs any of the negatives. This is interesting. Oh, I find this, uh, yeah, an interesting take on this. He said AI will change music forever because once young artists figure out that they can use AI to game the system... And write them a better song, they're not going to spend 10,000 hours in a basement like I did. He said, somebody was telling me the other day how a famous rap artist would work. They would bring in all these different people and they would pick the beat that they were most attracted to. Now let's change it to AI. Hey, AI, give me 50 beats from the 50 best rap songs of all time. Hmm, I like number 37. That inspires me. Are they ripping it off? Not really, because I did the same thing. I just did it analog. I listened to 10,000 songs. So what's the difference? So it will really be about those who can discern, even if it's AI presenting them with choices. So the guy that we uh, have mentioned on the show, uh, his YouTube channel, Rick Beto, is, is a producer and a musician. And he uh, addressed the AI issue and kind of had a similar take about it, that it's going to be a tool for creative people to exploit. And uh, it's not going to be, you know, uh, it's not going to wipe out creativity entirely. Uh, Billy said ultimately uh, he's facing the prospect of an AI-dominated music world with some caution and cynicism. He said the problem with it is if you're an organic artist like I am, it's going to be really hard to compete with a whole bunch of people who don't know how to write songs but have good discernment. Well, can't sing but have auto-tune. You think there's a lot of music coming out now? Just wait. Uh-huh. Well, look at what happened with the sampling. There was a, a lot of that yeah. same you know, angst and uh, those issues when people were sampling songs. And the auto-tune has really rescued a lot of substandard singers. Yeah, and, and with the sampling, it did get a little overused. Yep. And then it was tempered it, exactly. afterwards. And so who knows what will happen with, with AI. Hulu will be streaming the documentary film Imagine Dragons live in Vegas. It's described as a love letter to the band in the city that helped make them one of the biggest acts in the world. Uh, will feature performances as well as archived interviews with all the members as they recount the evolution of the band. I suggest a competing channel that we can start called Who's Lou. Who's oh, Lou? Okay, I like that. I will see. Oh, yeah, I will see Who's Lou today. We're going right. to play golf together, uh, and he'll be at uh, yeah. Keenan's tomorrow. See if he would be into it. Come on out, Lou. All right, and then finally, Filter frontman Richard Patrick revealed that the band's new album, The Algorithm, is set to arrive in August. Pat revealed why he decided to drop the previously announced working title for the project. He said, they got us right where they want us, 
at each other's throats. That's D's nuts. And D's nuts. Uh, it was... <laughs> He said it was just too long. I thought it was kind of funny because it was long, but then I just realized it's just too much to yeah, say. Long isn't just necessarily funny. Uh, he also spoke on the algorithm title saying, that's indicative of just where we are as a species on the planet and a whole, AI and everything, and where we are digitally in the world. So that was the inspiration. And that is what I have in music news for you this morning. Yeah, yeah. Everyone sit down. Sit down, please. Thank you. I appreciate it. It gets embarrassing, doesn't it? It, After a while. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll wrap up the show. We'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Make sure you stay with us because we'll be back in just a moment. Teachers rock. And MMR feels they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school. It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote. Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. Preston and Steve's Coolest Teacher, weekdays at 615. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff, cool prices. 93.3 WMMR. Class dismissed. What? It is what? What do you want? What do you want? 10.35, and we are wrapping up our show for this Thursday morning. Uh, And we've had a fun day today. Thank you to everybody who chimed in and was a part of the program or called in to win some stuff. And thank you to Mr. Andy Haynes, who was here. Really nice guy. Yeah, fun time. And he's going to be at Punchline uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday, and actually grew up for a little while in Kenneth Square. Yeah. So he's got some local roots, which was, or local ties, I should say, which was. uh, Roots would be correct. Nice to hear. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so we are getting ready for an event tomorrow, but before we do that, we're going to have to get uh letter of the day and all that good stuff. Pierre is, uh, taste testing his coffee, getting prepped for everything. Hey, by the way, before we get the letter of the day, I heard the revivalist uh, performance was fantastic yesterday. Well, I was going to, uh, open with that because it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, first time we, uh, we debuted the performance space. And um, it was uh, how they fit. I don't know how many guys are in Eight that Eight people, bay. Bill was saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our um, kudos to their staff, their crew, because uh, they were set up in New York. They broke it down, brought it all down here to set it up for an afternoon performance, broke it all down again, went right back to New York because they were on the Today Show this morning. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, <clears throat> it was really... Um, their crew was amazing. They were amazing. But our crew, uh, Rodney, I've got to get everyone's name because I'm going to leave somebody out. But Rodney was, um, he sent me, I think, as I told you, maybe yesterday, like at 1130 Wednesday night, um, a no, Tuesday night, he sent me a picture of how everything looked when they <laughs> finally got it set up. And it, it really looked um, sublime. And then when the band came in and they turned the lights down in the audience, it really took on the uh, the presence of a small concert hall. Yep. You know, and there's rigging with the lights ar- around the stage, and uh, it is well lit, and the band just nailed it. Um, so um, it was extraordinary. And we will air that a week from tomorrow uh, because that's the day the album comes out. I assume there's a, there's a video component as well, yes? Uh, I suspect there yeah. is because uh, the crew was out there from Newman, uh, and so I suspect that there will be a video component of it. 
as to whether we can post all of it online. Sometimes the musical rights and yeah. all that come into play. I don't know. Um, but um, they were wicked. So Rodney had to settle that. Rodney and company had to set that all up uh, yesterday. And now we send them to Wildwood today to right. set it up tonight to get it ready for tomorrow morning. We have a hardworking engineering staff I here. mean, they really are. Yep. Uh, you know, and I mean, not, not just Rodney, Don and Rob and yeah. I, I can't start because I'm going to leave somebody out. But they yep. uh, every one of them, and uh, they brought in some extra people, worked really hard there and then are going to work really hard for you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we are blessed to have them. And I really mean that uh, uh, they because everyone calls them. You know, like if something's wrong, you, Kathy puts in a ticket, and um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> can't kidding. put in a ticket. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but you know, if, if something's wrong, they're the first one people call. We had something go wrong on the air yesterday. In the midst of them getting ready for this, one of them had to run down and fix the effing computer, which yeah. had broken. Not here, not only here, but at our sister station. I heard Andre well. live when it happened. Oh, and really? I was like, oh man, and it happened up here too. Yeah, everything froze, and um, um, uh, they held me back with a fire axe. I, <laughs> um, I was ready to uh, finish the job that should have been finished a long time ago. But um, Oh, it must have been happening. If it happened at MGK here, I was having problems down at Ben, and then this okay. morning when we got in, yeah. making yeah, cases we were having up. issues. Yeah. Yeah, we, had to, we had to start the show from your studio really? this morning, yeah, because the, the Zeta system was not um, functioning properly. And the, the first thing that Steve said, just speaking to the engineers, was, uh, should we get, should we call Rodney? Yeah. You know, so that's 5 in the morning after everything they did yesterday. <sighs> like We were able to figure it out, but like, I mean, that, they never stop, and we were great. Right. Full and lucky to have them. Very lucky. So yeah. uh, that first. And secondly, it occurs to me, I have not officially wished you a happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Um, oh. Because the technical day here was, I think, last week, was it not? Uh, yes. For... Because uh, you you really are balancing two anniversaries. Uh, you're 25 years in Philadelphia, uh, but the ones that really count, frankly, are the 18 years here. <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. 2005. <laughs> not Dear Smith's 1075 yeah. or whatever it was you were at. <laughs> uh, Live 10XG422. That's it. Boom, Mike. boom. Mike. Boom, boom. Out goes the lights. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, all those... How many stations have an X or a Z or a Y or a... There were a ton of Y100s. There were a ton of uh, Zs and... Uh, yeah, Zs and, and Xs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. How about an A? Hmm. a. I never heard that. Yeah. Just a thought. Anyway, um, but that's... How did I get... Oh, never mind. It's me. I don't know. Um, I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary and talk about being lucky. How lucky are we to have you guys? Um, oh. You, um, I, I, you know, the, these flashbacks that have been happening are very... Um, they're more like you guys describing some moments and a little moment of them. I'd love to hear large flashbacks, although Marissa is already overworked and incredible. Yes. And uh, so is Connor, who were a blessing to your team. They worked both of them so hard. But um, there's so much to celebrate about what you guys have done. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. So we, I'll we just will, say thank you. you. Thank you. Part of the, the you know, your your legacy is is a lengthy one as well. And it, it it's weird for us to think in those terms. But it's been you know we a couple of stations here in Philadelphia. Uh, but uh, yeah, to be here now where we are is is amazing. It's not lost on us. And and uh, you know that's what. Uh, Get out and get in to see and uh, meet and shake hands with the people tomorrow. You know, at Keenan's is going to be a blast. We love that stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's so cool. Excellent. All right, we're ready for the letter if you are. No. 
The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter Y as in yellow. All right, and we have one more letter to go, and then we give away the travel table from Shift Outdoors. It is a portable umbrella table that is super lightweight, carries like a backpack, and the table and umbrella easily set up in just a few minutes, and the anchor mat will actually keep it set up safely, even in the gusty ocean breezes. And you can check out shftoutdoors.com. Free shipping on purchases over $100. And we'll give away one of those tomorrow morning, too. Hmm. Uh, what's going on today, sir? Well, um, you guys um, were the first to break the news of uh, Josh Freeze being a new drummer, at least for the touring section of the Foo Fighters upcoming summer. And um, uh, I uh, Pancake found, or Marissa found, the uh, time when Sublime with Rome, and he was uh, the drummer then. He was also with you guys. They did a session with you and a session with me. And the session with me, I actually uh, realized who it was and started asking him questions. So we will play a little portion of that conversation back with Josh nice. Freeze. Uh, we will also have Dave Matthews tickets for night number one of the upcoming two-night stand. Brent will have between uh, three and seven tickets for night number two. Workforce blocks of... Uh, oh, speaking of... <laughs> the glasses are right there. Oh, right. <laughs> they were all smudgy and I just smelled oh. some coffee you over the... finger? I, I, oh, you have a napkin, Kathy? Can you grab some me? stuff behind you? Huh? What? There's, yeah, there's plenty of napkins right in that box. Go ahead, dig in deep. There's a dildo in there too. <laughs> Never mind. Um, can you say that on the yes? Oh, yeah, it's a surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, don't tell anybody <laughs> about the dildo. It's, a, it's a, for a Make-A-Wish thing we're doing. Pink feather. <laughs> One eight hundred cars for kids. Is there a worse commercial on that television? Oh my God, I think it's that? so catchy. Oh dear God! It's All designed right. to be that. We will have a block of Sublime. We will have a block of John Fogarty. It's his birthday coming up, and a block of Blink One Eighty Two. And then the livestock report. <laughs> I, I have the eyes of a falcon. A falcon. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm going to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Uh, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Coors Light. Uh, made to chill up the Jersey Shore. Please enjoy Coors Light responsibly. I'm going to say one thing before we wrap for the day. Yes. I am going to uh, apologize in advance <laughs> for whomever I get mad at tomorrow. Oh so my God. I'm just saying it now. It's Why do you a, try to work on not doing that? It is an insane, crazy day, and not everything goes the way we want it to. And I kind of, I, I usually. I usually get mad at Casey at some point, so I'm apologizing now, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's already hurt by it. Yeah. No. No sad bro. No sad bro tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow, Keenan's Irish Pub in North Wildwood. Brought to you by Coors Light, the official opening of the Jersey Shore. Eggs with Pegs. We'll see you there. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. Bye-bye. It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, we're qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark.